Adolescent girls and young women are more objectified today than at any other time in history. The toys they play with, the clothes they wear, the movies and television programs they watch, and the online video games they play all present women as girls, women and girls as disposable sex objects. Sex doll brothels are a symptom of the larger problem of misogyny, the right of men to continue to supersede those of women. Talking about sex dolls. Until women's, women's human rights are respected, women will continue to be more than disposable objects. And what, after all, is more disposable than a silicone doll? When it is done being used by a man, it is cleaned up and moved along to another user. When it is broken down, torn, battered, and no longer useful, it is tossed out with the trash. Sounds like what life is like for many real women, doesn't it? fucking hilarious <laughs> I know it doesn't sound hilarious but when you really think about it they want sex doll rights oh is that what that is yeah well the, the article goes on we'll get into it hot track maybe if it was an AI fucking sex perhaps I don't know like in uh, uh, AI or <laughs> ex machina yeah Schwammo, tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll is Sultan of Slits of Godfather, and Gash, episode 198, is here. It's a brisk Tuesday evening here at the Pillar Fort. All is calm, all is well, all is good in the hood. As always, I'm joined by the White Samoan, the Vanilla Gorilla, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. I don't know where you came up with that. Well, I mean, you were the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. I mean, technically, sir. yes, but I. Well, I mean, are we we're, we're not doing technicalities? I mean, I mean, I wasn't blackface. Well, so. but I mean, since you're black. You identified as a black person, then it doesn't count as black. Sure, yeah. That's old Chucky Tata sex over there. And, as always, returning champion, the world's greatest claw machine fella. Uh, what is that thing called? The claw machine? That's this is claw, claw machine. machine yeah. I guess. Uh, anyway, world's greatest claw machine guy, the. Um. Rick Story of Regenerative Farming. That's a deep cut only for <laughs> MMA fans. <laughs> I'm going to say the... Uh... He had a hell of a fucking right hand. That's old Johnny Morgan Sex, the Little Creek's most dangerous man. Johnny Two Pigs. Johnny what? Johnny Two Pigs. What Johnny up? Johnny Two Pigs. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> What is that? So ridiculous. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And uh, you were uh, reading a, an excerpt from an article that I believe is arguing for... Fe- it's an article on the website Feminist Current. The title of the article is Sex Dolls Show Us What Men Want from Wheel Women. We Should Pay Attention. And it's a doozy. It's a... It's, it's a a, a fine weave of common uh-huh. sense, <laughs> real feminist that. ideas, mixed in with absolute batshit delusional insanity. Yeah, I mean, so, so one so one section here I didn't read. Um, she actually she actually makes the claim that when you have that when a man has sex with a sex doll, that she, he's literally 
abusing the women that he's thinking about. Oh, God. I mean, That's, in a way, she, it's, she packages it. I in a mean, way. are, are says, we or are we not allowed to have a spank pick? I mean, the, the alternative is is that he is that he bundles it up and you know winds up going on a mass shooting or something. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'd rather I'd rather you know have some sex doll brothels than some you know like it's just it's just it's to me it's a really inconsiderate it's very inconsiderate because do, do you not understand what it's like to be a dude? And to be uh, thirty or forty years old and having and never found a woman who would fuck you, God. can you imagine the pain? And these guys no just wa- they just want to try something that's sort of shaped like a person. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, let them have it. Sort of. Have you seen some of the fuck dolls they have? I'm pretty, okay with the government. They're pretty, they're I'm okay pretty. with the government funding this. <laughs> <laughs> let these guys yeah. fuck some dolls. Fuck gun control. <laughs> they're horny. We wouldn't need it. They're horny. <laughs> They're angry, they're violent, they're armed. Let them fuck some dolls. And if you're one of those guys who's so uh, upset with his own homosexuality, why not sneak into a to a club and 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 fuck a uh, a dude fuck doll? Yeah, Baxter. Well, uh, okay. Here's one. Here's one paragraph. Uh, it isn't a plastic doll lying underneath them. It's every woman who has turned them down. Every woman they can't have. Every woman who has been more successful, more praised, and more desired than the man can ever dream of being. (laughs) And now that man can do whatever he wants to that woman. Make no mistake, that isn't a doll he's, he's doing, or maybe raping, choking, or biting, or hitting. It's all those women he can't measure up to. <laughs> Fuck! Fuck this bitch! God it, damn! Somebody should go rape that bitch. And then, and then, right? and then we no, go. No, no, that's no, too far. Too, too far. It's too far. Um, I wish we need to punch up the clip of Mac and fucking. And, and I, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be mean, but this was part of the. That's what she looks like. Is her hair blue? I sent you this picture. Yeah. Well, I mean. Her looks aside. No, I, I'm not making fun of the way she looks. It's I just, understand. It puts a face on, like... Of the article. Like, you're just... It's not the fact that she's not attractive. It's, it's the fact that she's such a scowler. She, I mean, she's, she's, a, she's, oh. a, she's a Portlandia character. Oh, she yes. She's a... Uh, God, I love she's, Portlandia. It's, she's it's, one of those bookstore yes, girls. Yes, exactly. Yes. Which one? You think she'd be the one Fred Armisen plays? She's or? like there, She's like a Karen. third that just pops oh, in. She's a customer. Well, <laughs> it's like this. Uh, it feels like... And I don't know because I haven't read that article. And I try to be, you know, being the father of a daughter uh, and, you know, having raised by my mom and stuff. And I try to be very aware and sensitive to these kind of things. But it seems like to me that that article, from what a little bit I've heard, was written from a, re- a place of real malice. Yeah. So. Like, re- like, like unhealthy anger. Exactly. And I'm like, well, I mean, yes, there are women out there that are, you know, they're. Just like men, there's women out there that are godlike. You know, they're 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 amazing. They're intelligent. They're sexy. They're all these great Oprah. things. Well, whoever. I mean, I, you know, it's just. I believe the term is goddess. Whatever. <laughs> no, I'm saying there's like a movement. Sure, yeah. but um, but I'm just saying that uh, it, it's not okay to visualize having sex with that woman. Is I that what they're saying? They're trying to take away the spank bank. Trying to take away your fantasy. Your it's thought policing. Mm-hmm. It's literally thought pleasing because sure. this is a piece of private property. It, it'd be like saying, 
Condoms are literally every woman who's ever been ejaculated into. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well, so when, every time you use a condom, you're raping every woman who's ever been raped. And the condoms are like, I'm every woman. That's it. That's <laughs> it's all in me. It's a piece of. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god damn it! It's a piece of plastic, a privately owned piece of plastic in a privately uh, a private um, establishment. It seems to me though this this argument is a little bit early. Like when we when we do start having sentient sentient robots, like robots. That, that that you are going to pay to fuck, and maybe that thing actually develops develops you know real emotions and stuff, then you might have a problem. Mm. Or ten fifteen years away from that, I think. Uh, more than that, I would say. Before they can get into a a, a vessel to to carry it around, but I think that. We're pretty close to machine learning. Oh, I thought you were talking about AI. No, AI is here. I mean, it's as a matter of fact, there was an article today about they're getting nervous. Like all the scientists and people are getting nervous about how AI is progressing. They turned this a couple of AIs together and they and they had them just talk back and forth. They started talking and they don't know what they were saying. And they they just pulled the plug. They're like, yeah, fuck this. (laughs) We might have inadvertently created Skynet and fucking uh, Cyberdyne systems. Um, My soul is prepared. How's yours? Oh God, that's that's Last Crusade. Um, but I mean, back to the original point. I mean, yeah, I do. It just seems silly. I mean, I'm sorry. It just seems there are so many battles. There's so many battles to yeah. be fought, especially women's and gays and stuff. All yeah. those, all these different things. equal rights, equal pay, yeah. all that shit. I agree with all of that. I agree that a woman should be able to go as far as she wants to do in anything. Or not do anything at all. Well, that's what I'm saying. Provided they have the ability or provided they not have the ability. I mean, they're just as good as any man. I mean, I I, I definitely agree. I think within the role of making the babies, (laughs) doing the dishes, sweeping the floors, mopping the floors, mopping, double mopping. As long as all that shit gets done. Once that's done, you're free. I was waiting to see what he's going to come up with. Um, it's well. That sounded like Andy Kaufman when he's trying to. Yeah, that's the energy in a wrestling champ. Yeah, <laughs> making the babies, doing the dishes. Oh God, that was such a <laughs> such a great work. I know because everybody thought it was real. Ten at Memphis, Tennessee. Everybody hated him. Well, I'm well, the Baxter, move. The dogs tangled in our. God damn it. In our technical. In our facilities. Did he get it all messed up? Apparently. Again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go get it. Throw his blanket out there. So you were saying, Chuck, are you done with that thought? Or? I can't remember what I was saying. You were just going on about how being empathetic about the women's movement. And yeah, sure. How this goes to, this is not focusing. I, I just don't think that's. I, I think the, the idea that you can't. In the recesses of your own brain, use your own judgment about what you think is a sexual fantasy. I think that's that's a bit that's a bit much. Even right. if you're even if it's like you're fantasizing about doing bad things, you're only doing it to a doll, you know. Well, yeah, and that's a matter of fact. They've, they've been proven. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, and this is creepy and disturbing. I will grant you. They they've made sex dolls now for pedophiles, so they can do that as opposed to do it to a person. Okay, I mean, that seems to be a no-brainer, as sick and de- demented and fucked as that is. 
I would rather do, do that than to another human being. Can you imagine being the kid they modeled the doll after, though? <laughs> Whoa! What? Like, how proud are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> that your sweet little tuckus is the one that's going to be railed oh, God. night after night by that sweaty, sweaty guy that lives beside the guy. I'm station. sure that they probably... pit sweat and everything he owned. <laughs> probably that kid, you he, know... He didn't know what he got hired for, let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably went on to have a, have a really good drug user career. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. I, I just, you know, again, I, that, was, that was an article I saw, and uh, I can't remember what I saw it in, but I was sitting there thinking, oh, gross and nasty and all that stuff. Yes, of course it is, and disturbing, but they've also got online programs like VR where they're going to be able to do this. And I'm like, well, if they fulfill that sick desire on a piece of, Hardware or machinery as opposed to a person, how is that not a good thing? It's much better than a person. Instead of having these people destroy, uh, create another cycle to destroy other human beings, Mm -hmm. that's as far as it goes. They might actually, you know, breed themselves out in a sense. You know what I mean? Get rid of that. Whatever it is that makes people like that. Exactly. I mean, and as far as, and, you know, as far as controlling your fantasies, what you're going to have with a sex doll. That's insane. So I mean, it's a sweet, he, sweet fantasy. I mean, maybe. here's the here's 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 the bottom line for me. This is the first thing I thought of, and it was the last argument I made in in a little bit dis, little discussion I had about this. Is first of all, it's none of her fucking business what someone does with a doll behind closed doors. And lastly, especially if it's none of her <laughs> fucking business what this person does with their fantasies. Unless he broke into her house and took her doll. Then we got a problem. That's personal problem. We're talking right? about sure. we're talking about people that want to fuck dolls. I fuck my doll. You fuck your doll. We do not fuck each other. Obviously, dolls. they need you know they need a little help. Sex, you know, like sexual repression is really dangerous. Yes, it is. It, it certainly, certainly is. is. Let look, these guys ejaculate the face. into <laughs> sexual repression. <laughs> I mean, we you know we they I could really need the D. They could uh, they could have sheep and goat, yeah, mannequins, so that the animals don't have to be raped anymore. There you go. I think we've uh, we've stumbled onto something here. The, the ne- coming next fall, Pillafort brand fuck animals. <laughs> so that's pretty much that's pretty much the joke I always get if someone here's gonad goat. Is, is I have goats. And, I'm, I'm a farmer, therefore you fuck the goats. You fuck the animals. <laughs> and it just so happens. He was fucking goats way before he was a farmer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have to be a farmer to fuck goats, just so you know. <laughs> Not all goat fuckers are farmers, I've actually, but all farmers are goat fuckers. I've actually got a little a little a little uh a little doll brothel set up on my farm. Uh, Goat doll. I make about make about two hundred bucks a week off of that. Hey, that's not hey. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. For supplemental income for walking around money. Yeah. You I mean, kidding me? Your dick doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Mine certainly wouldn't at this point. It's been dry for damn nigh (laughs) four score. I don't know how long is four score. I don't know six weeks, something. No, it's like it's like decades. Oh Jesus, this hasn't been that long. Maybe it has. It doesn't really. Isn't it four score? Yeah, four score and several decades. It's like twenty five years or something. Well, he said four score seven years ago. So he was talking about seventeen seventy six. Yeah, so that would be what ninety years. Four score and seven. Well, I mean, it's 1776 to 1863. So talking about 90 years, roughly. Maybe it's 87 years or something. 
four okay, score. Yeah. So a score is 20, 20 years. Oh, is it? Four score in seven years would be 87 years. Okay, yeah, that would be right then. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. There Math. Bunch of we're making scholars. we're making America great again over That's here. That's what we're doing. Our I don't know what you motherfuckers are doing, but we're out here making America great again. Some people say Americans aren't educated. Well, they obviously some people are right. They obviously <laughs> haven't met me. Well, this, I like the uh, tagline you put up before the uh, for the show that, that <laughs> they would have thought that <laughs> two two West Virginia Valley tra- trashy West Virginia Valley kids <laughs> could grow up to be articulate and smart and put on a free podcast that rivals that of the three FM stations we could get growing up. <laughs> yes. It does rival it, I think. Oh, it's way better. It's way better. Our show's way better than that shit. Between I mean, uh, Rick Coach and Lola Kid in and the Libby. morning? Coach Coach and Kid Libby Joe. Rick and Lola in the morning. You, got, you had 103 CIR. 1037. Rock 105. Rock 105. Which a lot of people couldn't even get if you lived in the wrong on the wrong right. side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. V100. V100. I kind of love it. Let's discuss that for a second. Okay. V100 was my favorite station. It's still But kicking. the thing about them was they, were playing they all stopped the top hits. No, wait a second. They stopped buying new music and then, <laughs> and then they just became the 80s station. Round about 87. Yes. Round about 87. So they were just, by default, they're just like, <laughs> if we could just hang on long enough for this shit to be. We can't afford any. They're moving things to these compact discs now. We've still, we're still using 8 tracks in here, baby. <laughs> Somebody hit their 30s It's just Yeah they're just like we're Okay here's the thing We're just gonna hang on To this music we've got We've got all the hits From the 80s Then we'll just become An 80s station And indeed they did They became that lame ass guy That's still listening To the four Still stuck on the Same four bands He was in high school Oh god <laughs> Uh, I'm not stuck on stuck on them, but I still do listen to a lot of the. I that's weird. I don't. I don't listen to hardly any of the stuff I listened to in high school. My favorite band, my junior and senior year, was Megadeth. I don't listen to them at all. Um, I was a big Pantera fan. Don't listen to them. Why would you? Gosh, so abrasive. Yeah, they're, well, they're so, abrasive. They so abrasive. They're fucking terrible. Anyway, we got Kim Wilde coming up. Kids in America. <laughs> It's going to play an ad before. I'm doing a V100 thing. Kim Wilde, Kids in America here on V100. Thanks for listening. Check out Coach Kid and Libby Joe down at the Go-Mart for your free passes to All Elite Wrestling here in Beckley, West Virginia. This song's great, though. I heard it on the way home, and I just wanted to find oh, a way yeah, that's a great to shoehorn it in. I, sit here alone I didn't know this was Kim Wilde, though. Didn't she do another couple songs? Sounds like the Go-Go's. Yeah, I thought it was the Go-Go's. That bass player really peddling on that. She's about as good as uh, Jane Wildman was. And she wasn't good. Jane Wildman was not good. This is a great song. It does sound like the Go-Go's, though. Oh, yeah. From 81, though, do you think the Go-Go's sound like her? I would say there was probably some overlap. Of course. Like, because the Go-Go's started out as a punk band. But lo and behold, there's the new wave thing. So what do they do? They switch their sound just, yeah, they just, just a little bit. Fluff their hair up a little yeah. bit. It didn't take much flu- uh, changing to get from punk to this. No. Because all you, you just take out a guitar and you put in a synthesizer. Right. And you don't. And you start singing about bubblegum shit as opposed to being abrasive or whatever. Because apparently the Go-Go's, when they first came out, were like a legit. I thought they were a legit punk band. I, th- I read that somewhere or something. I don't know. Yeah, I heard uh, What's Her Face with uh, Belinda Carlisle. She'd uh, stage dive and shit. Yeah, she'd stage dive and fuck herself on, with the microphone. Just shove the microphone in her pussy. Neat. Yeah. And her butthole. At the same time? 
If she could, if she CP? could talk the bass player into letting her have the uh, her, her mic, yeah. Some people don't like a shitty mic. <laughs> I like oh. I don't, you come in here and you put my mic up your poop shoot. I'm switching it, mics how long out. Did it take? We might have some words. Twenty minutes and we're completely off the rails. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can tell you, I can, I can tell you as a sound man that we had some some uh, some XM eighty five hundreds man that we just have been used and used and used for thirty years and people yep like fucking drunk shitty singers screaming into these mics for years and they still work. But the smell, oh, the really? filters, the filters are probably like thirty years old. Or maybe it's been replaced. Uh, the point is, it's just like sweat and spit, and it smells like shit. Literally, oh, it does terrible. not smell good. Yeah, and God forbid you're singing, your mouth touches that shit. Oh, it's like no. salty, metally butthole. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a microphone <laughs> eater too. So I'll, I'll, whenever I sing, I, I, I'm tried to wean myself off of it sometimes. But I put it right up against my face, and I shouldn't, especially the horseshit places that I play. Sound men don't exactly have, like, a dishwasher with them that they can just run all the gear through. They don't really give a shit. Nope. Like, we don't have time to make sure the mics are sanitized. What, like, if, you, what if you had, like, an autoclave that would kill all the germs? That's what I'm saying. We're not a fucking dental hygienist's office. Oh, know? they use those there, too? An autoclave? Yeah, we use an autoclave at Dad's, yeah. See, they use those at uh, tattoo shops. Yeah, yeah. We we use an ultrasound to knock all the shit yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. We did both. Yeah, and then it goes through another rinsing process. A and fascinating then, job it was. Then autoclave, so it, you know nothing can kill sanitize. Yeah. yeah. Where did you do that? Oh, you worked at a tattoo shop, Clay Power mm-hmm. Tats. Were you a tattooer? No, I was learning, but I I did designs and I helped. That seems like the perfect job for you. Clean. Yeah. What happened with that? That doesn't that seem like the perfect job, right? Well, I don't know what, about doing that. Tattoo I, mean, I, I have yeah, no idea. A, being a tattoo guy, I have no idea. I'm, I'm just, colorblind, so that would not that would be rough. Well, everybody knows you're not racist. You don't have to tell us about that. Why wouldn't you be? A, <laughs> what am I, Costanza? <laughs> I don't see things in terms of color. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, no, I did it. And Jim, I really liked working for Jim. It was unpaid, of course, but um, he used to come down and set up in Montgomery at the back of the barbershop down there at Frank. Uh, Armstrong's place And I'd go down there And work for him And clean the guns And you know Take off the bad needles And you know Autoclave everything Clean everything up He's very sanit I mean Jim was a real Stickler for it being clean You know I mean Some tattoo places aren't Because there's not really A a body to make sure That they're That's terrifying You know And it's not so much Well AIDS Well HIV and AIDS Are very fragile diseases you have to worry about hepatitis. That is the pit bull of fucking diseases. It is not going away. So if you don't clean everything properly, yeah, you're going to start dealing out fucking cases of, of hep like it's like you're dealing hands in a fucking yeah. sh- riverboat or something. It's fucking horrible. But um, really struggled to find what we were dealing hands in. Like a, yeah, I was a riverboat. Yeah, like oh, the the PA Denny. <laughs> yeah. There's a reference. Oh man, PA Denny. Is the PA Denny still running? I don't think so. They man. sold it somewhere. I think I it's a restaurant now. I think they docked it. And it's a restaurant. The barge in, in Ohio or somewhere. No, no, it's Charleston. here. It's in we can go to it tonight. So it's still it's still a thing. The physical item. Yeah, sure. And the, it's still the, floating. I think the boat is still there, but it doesn't still run or anything. There is a there is a boat docked where. There, there's a restaurant now. I don't know I if it is the P.A. Stern. Well, I, think there's a, I think there's a few, but I, I didn't know it was the P.A. Denny. It might be. It's I can't the fucking worst. Yeah, they got rid of the regatta, and I don't really know why. That was the shit when we got to go on that thing for like on a school field trip. We got to go on the P.A. Some Denny. people had their prom there. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably like Capitol or something. They had, had their prom there. So. Uh, Golly Ridge had it there one year. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. 
I think my brother was in that prom. Why did they get rid of the regatta? I don't. I know. Was it because Danny money? Jones? Was it money? They didn't. They didn't have money to put it on I anymore. Mean, I mean, obviously, <laughs> if it was making a big profit, there. You know, yeah, it'd still be a thing. That's what. That's that's what motivates human beings to do shit. Right. It's making money. Was it? Well, they still do other things though that are like that. They have split multifest, multifest, uh, all the shit they do. Well, they cut out. They they cut or uh, the concerts at night on Friday nights, <laughs> live on the levee. Yeah, actually, I don't. I should. I should take that back. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not that well educated about it. It, it might have been politics too. Well, there was one thing. You imagine like curmudgeon, like <laughs> churchy people having office in Charleston. Like we don't want people partying and having fun every year Man. for a whole week. Nobody can dance in this town. I'm John Lithgow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there will be no dancing in Charleston, West Virginia. That's actually not a bad Lithgow impression. Um, it's a very bad Lithgow. <laughs> I was trying. To, hey, I was trying to be nice. Um, be nice, but don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's ninety percent of being nice is lying. I didn't. I didn't say he was intelligent. I said articulate, and I was being fuck you. I was being over the top polite. You know how hard I tried to edit that to where it said the right thing, so it made your comment look weird, but it wouldn't edit it because I did it from the PFR page. <laughs> anyway, nobody knows what we're talking about unless they follow all three of us on social media. Well, they should. Well, why aren't you? I would say about half of our audience does. <laughs> We've had. Uh, we've had new fan, new fans come up lately. Of I, well, I've I, been inviting people. Yeah, I looked at the like metrics. The There's people in other states. There's people in other countries yeah. who listen to us. Jay Grace, I know. Listen, if he's listening now, he, he's a, hey Jay Grace, a Georgian, a Georgian, Jay Grace. He's a Georgian coal miner. I, it was I didn't even know they had. I, you're right, Alabama. They do have coal down there. He, oh yeah, Alabaman, Alabaman, Alabamian, Alabamian, Alabama coal miner. Alabama. Yeah, I think they have quite a. Uh, Alabama, quite, quite an extensive uh, uh, coal reserves in Alabama. Yeah, in Alabama, and I think maybe Louisiana has a little bit too. We used to uh, sell stuff to somebody down there. Colorado has them too. We had used to sell some stuff in Colorado too. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose you know if you're in a belt where coal is, there's probably if you're, where oil is. There's going to be coal yeah. nearby, right? Isn't it weird form? how we found the coal first, and now we're just we're just getting to the oil. I wouldn't say we're well, just we getting to it, Dutch. I'd say we've what? used quite a bit. I'm talking about here in West Virginia. I didn't know we had oil in West Virginia. Yeah, oil and gas. It's here, baby. It's uh, yeah. and we're not going to see a dime. No, no the state. This state's not going to get shit from it. No, there'll be some. And why would? And they're, they're going to convince. They're going to convince the uh, the electorate that we're, we're not. We're not a state. We're a colony. It's essentially what we are for the rest of the nation to to you know. Well, I mean that's that's true. It's always been true. I, I had this. I got into a discussion with somebody about speaking of the colonial thing. Um, colonial pen life insurance. Philip uh, <laughs> <laughs> Radio brought to you by Colonial Pen. All of a sudden, there's and our ro- new reverse mortgage. Roger Staubach sitting here beside me. <laughs> <laughs> My dad would freak out if I met Roger Staubach. I have to bring him back to life and tell him that, about was, it. that was Hank's haircut. <laughs> Which one do you want, Hank? You want the Staubach or the or the college Staubach? <laughs> <laughs> God, it was a fucking great episode. Anyway, um, tell us about it in detail. <laughs> well, first you got the credits. Hank's barber went. Hank's barber went shit crazy and bleached his hair. So it's, fucking, <laughs> it's terrible. So then he he got uh, Bill to cut his hair, and Bill does a great job. Bill's a, like an army barber. 
and he colored it and cut it, and it was looked great. And then he got, he got a nine hundred dollar fucking bill for his haircut. <laughs> what the bill? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But anyway, um, I was th- thinking that if the United States wants to continue forward and to eliminate a lot of this strife, then we should stop acting like we're still a colony of somewhere else. And that's what we do. We still do that. We we have a very colonial-minded uh, identity, you know, where you... Yeah, it's still a group of white people who took something from somebody else, and 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 people, even though they don't want to admit it, that's the underlying theme of the country, and they like it that way. If you would just alter the way the country feels about itself, as in start including people from all kinds of groups, then maybe we wouldn't have so much strife. I mean, because. People are going to feel alienated because they are alienated, you know, maybe not as much as they think they are or or they are. I don't know. You know, I'm not from one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not from one of those groups. So I really don't know. I don't want to presume to understand what they're going through because that's bullshit. I understand. No, you don't. Because when you no, presume, you, fucking, you make an ass out of you and me. Hey, look, that's yeah. use, use that for the wrong word. Yeah, you did. <laughs> presume me. Um. That's a Bugs, that's a Bugs Bunny pronunciation. <laughs> I've always loved that on the when you resu- when you resume you make a res out of you and me. Mm-hmm. There That'd is. be hard if you were an Indian. I think you mean Native American. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was trying to find a really racist one to say, but I forgot. <laughs> what is it? TP burner or wagon burners? Wagon burner. Yeah, Sc- scalper is usually the one I yeah. use. Uh, but uh, like I was saying. Washington, D.C. itself is just a monument to colonialism. Well, have you ever seen all the weird stuff? Like, if you do a sky view of Washington, D.C., like all the weird uh, Pat- patterns patterns in the in the um, in streets. The, it's Masonic and shit. It's Masonic, and there's a pentagram and all that stuff. Uh, but <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, of course, I believe you, but. I, I mean, that is it's true, but. Well, yeah. I don't know why. Probably just because they were. A city planning, you know what I mean? It, it, it wasn't, it, it might mean something, but it's probably in some kind of obscure way from back then. Who knows? But I was saying that they need to start making, putting people to work and building bigger monuments, not bigger monuments, but more monuments with different kind of people in mind. They need a big Martin Luther King monument. They need a big, they have one, not a really, it's not weird looking though. That's what I'm saying. They need like a big statue, maybe a building, you know, and see, that strikes as even though I say that, that struck me as strange, and that shows you where my head is at. Because I was sitting there thinking, well, does he really deserve it? I was like, well, who does? What man deserves it more? You know what I mean? It's like he's he was a real icon of trying to get uh, equal civil rights and stuff. So yes, he deserves a big building and a monument. He really does. What about Malcolm X? He get one. Yes. We're handing out monument monuments. How about uh, see? That's here's the thing. Here's the here's the question: Who gets it and who doesn't? Because that would be what about, another bone of contention. What about Bill Withers in Beckley? Just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. Bill Withers was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he was. He he's kept writing music all these years. He just never put any of it out. That's awesome. It's gonna be a cash whenever he dies. I was just uh, I was gonna say the other one Tecumseh would it would definitely have to be a Tecumseh monument. Um, 
Um, Bill Parcells. <laughs> yeah. Bill Cower. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking of an obscure, obscure coach that actually won a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Dan Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a Dan Reeves monument. I think he won. You just start giving everybody a monument. Yeah. <laughs> I got to drive out to D.C. this weekend, guys. Why? Wow, they're dedicating my monument. <laughs> I'm going to Morgantown. because uh, It's in between Alex the Jones and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they put the Dana Holgerson monument outside the. Can you imagine? <laughs> The wind swept. Yeah. Him. Oh God! What a <laughs> douche. Um, I'm glad he's gone. I'm, I'm not actually. I don't know. He wasn't a bad coach. Eh, well. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Anyway, but that's you know, I'm trying to think of Native Americans that would they would give a monument to well, African Americans. She wasn't even real. Um, uh huh. She was. Even if she was, well, we got a Pocahontas she was, County. She was ten. She was ten when she yeah, rescued she John Smith. You didn't. She you was. didn't watch the documentary. Pocahontas tits. <laughs> it's a that's a great one. She was a very. Uh, Have you seen Pocahontas before? She's a very sexualized character. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's documented. She she was very generous. She'd get played by Hayapasha Lee. Yeah, she take on she take on like that's a that's a reach right there. That's a deep cut in pornography. She take on a whole boatload of, of guys at once. You know and according I mean? to one, that, one doc- at a time. And according to that to that documentary, it wasn't uh, the Englishman that settled first. It was black men. Yeah, really healthy, well hung black men, <laughs> and the white and the, and the white dudes just watched. Yeah, they watched and then they uh, they uh, yeah w- they cleaned up the wank afterwards. If you know what I'm saying. Oh God, fucking <laughs> um, no. But who would you think if you're gonna? That's a serious question. Who would you think from from a multicultural standpoint who would deserve a fairly sizable monument? In Washington D.C. Yes, specifically. So, um, uh, I, I mean, I, I like the Tecumseh idea. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Um, I mean, if we're gonna be, that if we're gonna big blow big. tax money on a stupid statue, well, I, <laughs> I, know, I know how you feel about that. I, I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying. Let's that, say you can volu- you can voluntarily donate for a monument. Oh yeah, it's it's fun. It's like go. It's like crowdsourced or whatever. Yeah, sure. People people say, yeah, we want a fucking monument. I think it wouldn't be that difficult to get that amount of money Fuck raised yeah, either. Tecumseh. Uh, Maybe I should start a GoFundMe for that. If you want to. Um, maybe who's more recent? We always think of these old mythical people. Almost mythical. You know what I mean? Because we, you know. John F. Kennedy. He doesn't have a real big monument. Um, yeah, Kennedy be okay. Um, George H.W. Bush. He wasn't, he wasn't a. Yeah, he's, he's not, not a bad man. I mean, Alex Jones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, his, uh, his monument the, would have a... Who's the lizard guy? David <laughs> David Icke. David Icke. Big David Icke fan. <laughs> Alex Jones, his monument would have a button on it. He'd come up present, and it's just me him going... <laughs> <laughs> if, you wanted, if you wanted to put me in a bad mood, you could be like, Barack Obama. Barack Hussein Obamacare. Is He's the best about? president. The people that make that, that say that. It's like, it's okay if you like him. I don't, I'm not going to... He seems like a nice enough guy. But to say... Very to say that he's the greatest, no. like he, he, you know what I mean. He ran the White House like a uh, soft core Republican. He really did. Yeah, he just went through the motions, um, said the right things. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the job. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like don't get don't get assassinated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, sometimes I feel like Trump's toting the line with it. Oh God, <laughs> are you kidding? 
I mean, there's been so many assassination people. People talk about it openly. You know, what I mean? I'm talking about by the government. Well, well yeah, okay. They don't even flag people on, on for it anymore on social media. So. Probably not. The CIA they, does, they, too, they can't keep many. up with them. Yeah, and a lot of people in the CIA are like fuck them. <laughs> that, that's I know, they come in every day. It's like, did somebody take a shot yet? No. Is nobody going to take a shot this motherfucker? Bunch of fucking cowards. <laughs> cowards. <laughs> cowards. It's like, look. They, fu- they fucking shot a great guy like, John, like JFK. They're going to let this fucker live. Well, they, there is a lot of people. There are a lot of people that sort of link the CIA with CNN. And CNN's like, in his mind, is a big enemy of his. Oh, sure. Um, so I, I don't think, I don't think, you know, the CIA like does, doesn't it. mind if, if some if some crazy citizen does it, because then they won't have to. Exactly. <laughs> they, don't have to, they don't have to lay out. I don't the, think they like him. They don't have to outlay the fucking resources, you know. Yeah, I don't think I the don't FBI think likes do. him. I, I don't think they do. The FBI doesn't like him very much. The CIA doesn't know. like him. I mean, why would they like him? He discredits them left and right. Well, they deserve to be discredited a lot. Sometimes, but, yes. Um I mean, the, the whole Russia, Russia, Russia thing, and we'll see what happens, and I'm, I don't care. I but. do, but, I, but I, everything I've read about Mueller and all that stuff, I, that's a guy I kind of believe in. I think that he's... It's been... It's it's really dragging on, and they're not... The, wheels the Benghazi thing dragged on for eight years. It's only been, what, a year and a half? Yeah, I guess you got a point. I mean, it's... And, big- and 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 what what did Benghazi discover? Donut, fucking nothing. What has he secured already? Fucking convictions. Roger Stone's ass is going to fucking jail now. I mean, because he's he's doing all that Roger Stone bullshit, and some judge fucking had enough of it. So he went in there like a pussy and and folded like a fucking napkin made of vaginas, like I said he would. And he is. And fuck him, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I'm, I'm don't gl- talk about my sweet Roger like that. I, li- I like Robert Moore. I think that he's he's part of that group. Yeah, but he's going after my Roger, <laughs> my president. He's part of that group. Of- Up next, we got the Hooters <laughs> here on V100. <laughs> Are you with- playing the Hooters? And we danced. Fuck yeah. V100, your place for all the hot hits of '86 and back. Um, that V100. Are- Videos will go a little bit. The long. Hooters. <laughs> You, you weren't prepared for the long Make sure you go down to Ramey Auto Mall and check out the sweet deals they got there in Bagley, West Virginia. And here's Golly Auto. The Hooters. And we danced. Well, uh. That's a great fucking song. That's a great song. But this, uh, the Trump talk reminds me of a little, one of the many polls that I did this last week. Yeah, you're doing a lot of polls. Um, ketchup oh, I forgot fruit. to I forgot to weigh in on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, sorry about that. Well, that's, that's okay. We, we had he a, was we fuming had a, about this. Saturday. We had a big enough. <laughs> we had a big enough sample. So Alex Jones gets fed up with Donald Trump playing footsie with the globalists and challenges Trump to a cage fight at Madison Square Garden, UFC New York uh, State Athletic Commission sanctioned rules. And picking a side is mandatory for all U.S. citizens. <laughs> you are rooting for Donald Trump, the options, or Alex Jones. I'd root for Alex Jones. Fuck yeah, me and too, baby. Twenty, vo- I got twenty votes. The, po- the results are uh, uh, well. The poll hasn't ended yet, but so far it's six for Trump and fourteen for Alex yeah, Jones. Alex Jones <laughs> blowing him out of the water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and Alex Jones is not well liked. He's a, he, but he is likable. And he could be useful. That's fair. I mean, the, Donald uh, Trump is just extremely unlikable. I mean, he's just... But yeah. so many people love him. They like what he represents. They don't like him personally. Somebody came out with an article, like a psych- psychologist... It's cult out, behavior, what it is. What it is. They, she said it was uh, like a sexual attraction. Just kind of like how little girls in the 60s like the Beatles 
went nuts crazy for the Beatles. Okay, yeah. yeah Backstreet Boys. I, sure. I New Kids that. on the Block might be more your era. I'm not sure. I know I was... 98 the, Degrees. 98, 98 Ds? <laughs> shit. <laughs> All for one. Oh, shit. They were terrible. Shadaisy. I hated them. Shadaisy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible too. Who was that one that the t- Thompson twins? Don't they were you great. Fucking ever Thompson twins. They, they were awesome. I love them. V one hundred Thompson <laughs> twins. Here we are with the Hooters still. It's a great song, but these guys look like total nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Just total dick bags. Oh shit! What other polls you got going, John? Um, give me one with the definitive results that have not ended. That has already ended. I have. Um, all the other polls are related to the to the um, to the word study I did this week, which I'm going to have to dig into at some point. Um, I can dig into that now since someone else is talking. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Um, so I did a word study this week. It's the first one I did deliberately for the show about the words, the words plural socialism, and how socialism relates to communism. What? How are they the same? How are they different? How do people use the word? And also, how is it formally defined? I've read a lot of different definitions, and for something that's, you know, a definition, it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to be definitive. Sure. There's a lot of different definitions, even amongst dictionaries, even amongst af- academics, encyclopedias. They pretty much all say something at least a little bit different, and some of them are, and some of the definitions are. Almost perfectly opposite, like com- you know what you call communism and socialism. Some people use the same definition for communism as another person uses for socialism. Sure, that happens a lot. Um, yep, and it's, it's, so it's really fascinating. So, so, so some of the things I got into. Um, let, let's start with let's focus on the word socialism because that's a word that everybody throws around. It's like the whole Bernie Sanders thing, and now um, Ocasio Cortez, and there's. A big movement of millennials and not just millennials, but the millennials are kind of driving it of um, people being really interested in socialism and seeing seeing socialism as we got to go more in this direction. We've got to be more like the Scandinavian countries because allegedly they're socialist. But what I'm what I found out is every time you get into a conversation with someone and you don't know them and you don't already know how they think and they use the word socialism. You have to immediately broaden the term because the, you don't know what they mean. They, they might mean they mean rich people paying for. They might mean they might mean pay, rich people paying higher taxes to fund government programs. They might mean the government literally seizing the means of production, like um, which would be communism, like, right? Yeah, but um, who, depends on who you talk to. <laughs> this, this is why we're getting into this. It's very interesting. So yeah, some people think that socialism is. You know, total authoritarian like Maoist China or um, or a so- former Soviet Union, where the government literally nationalize, you know, controls the the not the factories, the natural resources, and a lot of the larger businesses, and only a, a few smaller businesses are actually have any autonomy whatsoever. Very little private property, if any. You know, it's a pretty authoritarian, and that's actually what Marx. That's what. That was that's the Marxist definition. Karl Marx is not the only. He did not. He's thought of as the fa- the father of socialism and communism because he was he's the biggest influencer. But the the words were used before him. The ideas were there before him. Didn't Engels come up with the first? Um, Laura Engels. 
uh, the, uh, it goes Frederick back. I mean, the Engels. basic the basic ideas of it go back to like Thomas More, like like a long okay, time back. Yeah. Um, but and so he just gets credit for it because he was by far the most influential. He probably wrote the best book. And his definition, more or less, um, you can go in my Facebook and look at the the way that John Austin um, defined it. He said uh, he basically just gave a perfect Marxist definition, which is socialism is usually happens through revolution, but there's some in a Marxist sense as a re- revolution. Um, the people, which means the state, seizes the means. Uh, the means of production, so right. factories, uh, car factories, fucking water companies, just you know, usual heavy uh, industry, uh, all of the big ones, and right. then they start to trickle down and try to get all the smaller ones to as much as they can possibly control, so that, um, in the name of in the name of protecting people from exploitation, because at the time, in the mid eighteen hundreds. It was right in the middle of industrialization, and people were working fourteen-hour d- days and losing their arms and shit, and little kids working fourteen-hour days, and shit was bad. You mean the way it should be? Well, the way because if you don't work nineteen hours a day, go home and eat a chicken leg, fuck your wife, and roll over and go to sleep wishing I, I you were dead, we then could, you're not a man. I think we could get an extra two or three hours. I think we can probably go for sixteen hours. Sixteen, um, seven days a week, or just six? I mean, Chuck puts in sixteens. He knows he can do it. That's not abuse. Mm. <laughs> and anyway, <laughs> so, so this bad shit was happening, and people got real pissed off. And you know, and Marx wrote the and Marx, Marx and Engels together wrote the Communist Manifesto. Came out in like eighteen forty eight or some shit. And, Read the entire thing to us right now. <laughs> and it says it pretty much says government it's fucking this big. <laughs> there's a revolution. Military becomes you know becomes involved, kills all the motherfuckers who resist. Seizes means of production and everything's equally distributed, more or less. Except there's a ruling class that obviously gets all the cigars and well, sure. pussy and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, and then that is is socialism. The end goal is communism, as and Marx defined communism as a classless, stateless, moneyless society. So, a, so a tribal society writ large. No, um, well, all tribes. There's a lot of different kinds of tribes, right? I wouldn't say tribal. I would say it's just in, in his mind. If we if we start an, an authoritarian socialist system where everyone's life is controlled so that we're equal, that if people live that way for decades and decades long enough, we'll become awakened enough that we no longer need the authoritarian government and we'll just share naturally because. Because it's been bred into us for generations. Because we've learned the right way to live. That's his fantasy: is that somehow a giant authoritarian state? If we just do enough of that, there'll be no state. It's like fucking for virginity. It's like you know, <laughs> it's like if we just keep injecting more is that and the more name of a, a band, fucking for virginity. It, it's a George Carlin quote. <laughs> okay, but um, of course it is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so so that that's the Marxist idea, and I, and and that's the, he was the biggest influencer, and so that's the, you know, the, in some ways the the what I would say the formal definition, but almost everybody, not almost everybody, almost everybody who's our age or older who went through that section of schooling where they they kind of taught us you know communism's bad, um, you know what I mean, and we're kind of indoctrinated to think of socialism and communism as scary things that we don't want. But but they 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 all have the same pretty much definition. It was pretty close all around, which is socialism is, um, no communism is where the government owns the means of production. It's the authoritarian status system 
that Marx called socialism. They call that communism. And socialism is more like social democracy. Social democracy is what most people think of when they think of socialism. That's where you have higher taxes, you know, lots of taxes and and tight regulation on industries, but they're still privately owned. Mm -hmm. Private property is still a thing. But we just tax the fuck out of people to pay for things like road schools, road schools free college, uh, medical care, all the – usually they're shooting for the basics. And sometimes they go further than that. And so when you think of – when people think of Denmark and Sweden and Norway and they're like, look at how well socialism worked. Well, depends on how you're using the word. Right. They're not socialists. They have, it's a social democracy. It's not even a social democracy. It's that's what the Wikipedia says, but it, technically it would be a social democratic republic, probably in most cases. Like that's what the United States is. The United States, in my opinion, is a um, is a corporatist and or crony capitalist. That's not capitalism. It's crony capitalism. Social democratic republic. That's the definition. That's the type, the style of government that the United States has, in my opinion. I would, what, and 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 one of the polls I did, I think it was like ninety six or eighty. I think it was ninety two percent of people said that the United States is when asked, "Is the United States? Would you describe the United States as somewhat socialist or not socialist?" When given when 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 faced with the, those those being the only two options, ninety two percent said the U.S. is somewhat socialist. The United States government, talking about our form of government. I think I even said that. Yes, and so, and the one person, only one person that that eight percent was only one person that said the United States is not not socialist. And you know what his alignment is? He's a socialist. Oh really? Yeah, he thinks the United States is not socialist. But that, that's a whole different story because his definition was the, the wackiest of all of them. I'm not putting him down. I'm saying it was the most different from all the other ones. Yeah. His definition of socialism was um um it's it it was it, he was a, it's a stateless version. He says socialism is not a government form because it can, cannot be a government form of government. So he's thinking about like leftist libertarians or leftist anarchists the way they think. They think about um. They imagine that people will have um, a socialist system without a state or any kind of coercive force. Like people, everyone's just going to volunteer to be socialist, which so is a really it's a really be, nice idea. Yeah. Wouldn't that be libertarianism then? If you're volunteering, well, that's why they call themselves. Li- um, sometimes they call um, themselves um, social liber- um, libertarian, libertarian socialists or um, left socialists. Um, I think there's more branches of libertarianism than there is anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another word I could do, but um, so we're focused on on socialism, and so yeah, and then some people, and then another person made the point too of making the distinction that socialism does not this that well the the one guy the 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 only socialist that said that the United States is not the only person that said the United States is not socialist he um says that the United States that or that uh, socialism only happens in a stateless way. Anything where the state is involved, that's not socialism. So basically, it's never happened, except in like little communities in Spain or somewhere where people see them in the production in a little town, and it was all <clears> – <throat> there wasn't a state involved 
or like maybe something similar has happened in a tribal situation or something like, like that. Sounds like the Shire on fucking on Lord of the Rings. Um, and so yeah, so then there's his definition, and another um, left leaning person gave a definition that um, basically he he defended socialism with the definition of it. Like, so, so like implicit in the definition of the word, he he had thought of arguments that people use to attack socialism with and tried to include that in the definition so it was like um it was like um you know true socialism oh god is (laughs) is basically the way he worded it actually i was gonna say that (laughs) is that the only time it's ever true socialism is when the intentions behind it is benign and or benevolent oh so he's trying to make it look so you can't lose with that because people exactly I was going to say that because leftists equate kind of hedging your bets. Leftists often equate socialism and communism with generosity and utopia or virtue or generousness or whatever. And so he kind of wrote he, his wording was. I mean, he's a really smart guy. Everybody that chimed in are are smart people. Um, That's why I didn't. Show but them. he basically he basically came in and, and said, um, yeah. Uh, you know, only when it everyone's being equally represented, and only when the intentions behind the things are 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 good, is that true socialism. And so, and he said that he also said that it doesn't have to be a form of government. Socialism can happen in a non-governmental kind of way. Um, but the most common usage, generally, when people say socialism, it's the people our age and older that say socialism is what Bernie Sanders wants. So, uh, democratic socialism, social democracy. We just want more government doing more things for more people, but keep the market system kind of going so we have enough money to fund the thing. Right, like Denmark, Sweden, Norway, whatever. That's what most people. But but what I've boiled it down to is that anytime you hear the word, and and you're especially if you're in a debate or, or a discussion with someone. What it boils down to is the only thing, either word, socialism or communism, the only thing that they, that they both have in common that is a good definition for both of them that doesn't give you the wrong impression about someone, what someone's trying to say because you don't know what the fuck wor- the word means. They can mean the exact opposite just because they're of what you think they mean because the word is, we're so confused about what these words mean. But basically what I've boiled it down to is that socialism and or communism, either or or both, just mean enforced collectivism. That's all that it means. Collectivism is a much bigger umbrella. It just means your um, it's the opposite of individual, not not the opposite of individualism, but it's um, the idea that um, you know pooling wealth. Po- it's pooling wealth. Um, it's it's. Um, it's anti-private property rights. So it's, it means that, um, the people, the, the, you know, the, the greater good of the whole comes before the individual is the intention behind it. Um, but whether or not that type of thinking results in the most people benefiting is highly debatable. But so, so collectivism is the umbrella that communism, socialism, socialism both, both fall under. And, the only th- and the other thing that they both have in common is that it's enforced. It's either enforced by a state, or it's enforced by laws that a that a a voluntarist socialist collective that 
is never going to work because it, anyway or rules that someone said and it's a voluntary it socialism can be voluntary if it's if it's happening um outside of the state okay so you could have so like say like you could, we got, my farm could be a socialist commune yeah i own it except for the fact that um, you know private i privately own it and we can come li- we can all live together on it and share resources and, is this an invitation and everybody everybody's paycheck goes into the middle and we just kind of like vote or have some system where we determine how money is spent and everything is pooled and everyone can fuck anybody else's wife or dog because we share every, Oh, that was another definition. This, this is actually a good friend of mine gave this definition. He's like, I, you know, I, without looking it up, I don't really know what the words mean. And I kind of, kind of badgered him until I got a definition out of him. I said, uh, and I, what the definition of socialism is. He said, I thought, oh no, man, I think it's just where people share everything. And I said, they share everything? (laughs) Question mark. And he said, yes, everything. Hmm. That's yet another definition. Every single definition I got and every single definition I read from every single source was different. And usually in some small, at least in some small meaningful way. And in some cases they were polar opposites. Hmm. So it's a, so, um, but yeah. So if someone says socialism to you, whether it's a person you agree with or not, you don't know what the fuck they're mean. You don't know, no idea what the fuck they're talking about. So you have to, you have to say, okay, you have to delete that word and replace it with enforced collectivism because that's what socialism and communism. Everyone agrees that that's the the, the logical commonalities are those. Is that's the definition? Well, then you have the people who willfully though, like, and and you see this a lot on Facebook and especially on the right. Uh. They always have the fucking pic, uh, the awful pictures of people on rafts from Cuba. Yeah, socialism is so good that people have to flee it. I'm like, no, that's fucking communism. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking obtuse, not fuck. brutal t- not, dictatorship. Not if, not if you're talking to a um, a Marxist, somebody who's really into socialism. Then it's like, then that's that's it's exactly socialism, and they haven't reached communism yet because communism is a stateless, moneyless, classless society where the state. The state uh, withers away because we've, we're, we've become so enlightened. It's a utopia. Well, but I mean, in, in the classical, that non, is, non-discussed, you know, that is the classical, the, the common, like the, the common what, usage. What, right. Yeah, exactly. So, the common usage of it, yes. That, uh, and when we're talking about communism, that we talk about the, the the bad type of communism, it's not really communism anyway. It's a military dictatorship. So, well, it depends on which definition of communism you're using. Well. There's a lot, believe me. There's yeah. a lot, but uh, you know the ones we like, you, you know, like they have in the Soviet Union and in Cuba and and you know China and places like that are really China are really <laughs> just uh, <laughs> military dictatorships because they you know and the military is the police and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, and they're but they're then they always have to talk about Venezuela. I'm just like Venezuela is a, <laughs> I mean again a. Horribly corrupt military dictatorship. I but, mean, it's but they're socialist. That's what they say, and the Nazis said they were socialist too. They weren't really. I mean, they they were, but they weren't. Like the National Socialist Party. Yes, that's. I had somebody say it's in the title. I was like, no. I was like, I can call a lump of shit a rose. That doesn't make it a fucking rose. See, you know, it's just well. But this gets into a. This is a very common. Um, 
thing that ha- where um, people who are against socialism will use this argument against mm-hmm. sort of what you're saying, and it's called the the no true Scotsman fallacy. I don't know if you're familiar with it. The no true Scotsman is is like whenever you're trying to define what the perfect Scotsman is, the, the ideal Scot man, and anytime you see him, it's like, well, no, you know. He, it's elusive, right? You, mm-hmm. th- there is no true Scotsman. Like my dad, my dad ate uh, his bacon and eggs without salt and pepper. No true Scotsman would eat their bacon. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But but the, but the point is, is that it, it it's always pushing back. That it's always the, the it's definition. The line. It's yeah, the, always moving the line. It's a chameleon definition, and so. Well, socialism hasn't actually been tried yet. We can we can always say no matter how many times someone said that they're doing socialism and done things that are very similar to what Marx wrote or what other countries most people think of the word socialism. No matter how many times that now, happens, when you keep saying Marx. You mean Richard Marx? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean X marks the spot. <laughs> I was going to go with Groucho, but I thought Richard was funnier. <laughs> Richard is <laughs> way funnier. It automatically has a mullet attached to it. <laughs> Okay, I forgot what I was talking. I'm sorry. About. <laughs> um, you were talking about the nice two true Scotsman. Yeah. So, um, so no matter how many times uh, a nation state attempts to be socialist or claims calls themselves socialist or fits the definition of socialism and tries that and fails miserably, uh, well, they they always say, "Well, that's no not really socialism." I'm not saying you're doing that, Chuck, but this is a common thing that happens sure. in the discussion. Is the socialists say, well, that, they haven't actually done Marxist yet, Marxism yet, which is true. They haven't done it exactly like you wrote it. Or, you know, or they try to say the Nazis weren't socialists because we don't like Nazis and we're socialists. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't make our movement look good. You got something coming there? Yeah. Here we are in V100. Richard Marx don't mean nothing for the drive at five. <laughs> B100. Since we've been talking marks, I've been I- aching to fucking play so. um, No, but I, I know exactly what you're saying. And what is an example? I'm asking you. What do me, I think socialism is? Give me is? an example of socialism. All white people. Functional, not functional. Uh. You know, I'm not not that it's a perfect definition, but what what nation uh, now or in the last hundred years would you say is socialist? Britain, England. I mean, they're fairly similar to Canada. You know, well, so that, all of Europe, right? So the more the the yeah, but they the, they don't um, how much have they nationalized factories or industries? No, see, okay, because if not, they're probably a social democracy. Well, that's yeah. I mean, you're, I you're more using those words. Yes, yes. exactly. It's, right. more, it's more in line of what I think because I was starting to think of one that works, and that's the one I always throw up to people when they keep on saying socialism don't work. Which I'm is, like, I'm like, no, elements of it do work. That's here, pretty similar you know, to Sweden and Norway yes. and Denmark. Yeah, except uh, far less happy. Yeah, the Brits aren't quite as happy as the Scandinavians. They have a food culture problem. Their food is bland and not nourishing. Yeah. Well, that, that's a they, common, I think that's a common thing. And on, they don't get enough the aisles themselves. And they don't know? get enough sunlight. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Irish, the Scottish, the the British, yeah, who are a people. The Welsh. The Welsh are Celts. Like My mom's uh, a Celt. How dare you? <laughs> um, I'm Welsh. <laughs> I'm not from Weirton to Welsh. <laughs> In all points in between. <laughs> V100. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mean nothing. Richard Marx. <laughs> um, I want to fight Richard Marx. <laughs> that 
just be a public. Oh he's my an God. old man. He stands no chance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's an old man. I'm going to Charlie Z that motherfucker. <laughs> I beat Richard Marks. I went and fucked up Michael mother, W. Smith. Mother, mother None of y'all motherfuckers want to. <laughs> I'm not going to articulate any word. I found one of the Thompson twins and worked him over. Nile Rogers. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to fuck with Nile Rogers. Yeah, he's a big dude, kind of. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm saying that. Uh, oh, we were talking about the British, and they're just a. They're from a cold. It's, I think it's cold and rainy there, like year round. It's Seattle there. Yeah, and you know Ireland isn't much better. You know, and Scotland is just Northern England. That's all it fucking is. So. Um, yeah, you're talking about their food culture problem. I mean, they just don't. I don't know I what, what is, shapes their culture. You know, war in, in in a large part because those. You know, at one point the, the British Isles were the Middle East. They were hotly contested from from through few, yeah. many different groups. Lots of from the Romans to the Vikings to the the Picts to the Celts. You know, and all and these then in, and just infighting too. Yeah, between tribes. So, right. um, you know. And I think that shaped them as a group. There wasn't a lot, a lot of time to worry about <laughs> food, and just got to cram it down. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to just, get to the next battle. So just, yeah, just eat, just eat a bowl so of potatoes and get you know you exactly. salty, and get back to fight. Meat. Yeah, and <sighs> eggs like gruel. Yeah, <laughs> just porridge. a fucking a fucking pot of whatever bullshit I've never had you had exactly. in my life that you just you, you just porridge. eat on it all day and get skinny and have the shits all the time. It, it's, <laughs> it's it's like the, there there there's no doubt why the Irish make such a good stew because that's how they fucking cook. Whatever the fuck we got, throw it in a fucking pot. We're gonna eat it, and you can that's, add water to it exactly, and stretch it out. Exactly, that's what the fuck they do. Irish cuisine is is Irish cuisine is not a thing. Like I could never open a fucking restaurant and say I've got Irish cuisine. People, are like, what the fuck is that? Still to this day, like, well, I've got ten different kinds of soup. Australian <laughs> Australians don't have Australians don't have a food identity either. either. They don't either, and we don't. Well, we do, but it's the worst. Make Hamburgers, it. Coke. You know what I mean? Not yeah, true. we also got barbecue, baby. Not yeah, true. true. I think there's lots of things that are American. Beans and cornbread. Well, it depends on which area of the country you're in. Like, uh, you know, I don't know the Cobb salad, things like that, or um, yeah. like just uh, there's a lot of things about American you know, steak. It's not as defined. It's not as clear cut as say like German cuisine, or that's a lot of or French and- or Italian. You know, Sassy. we got a little bit of everything because we're the melting pot. we're the melting pot, but we've also innovated a lot. Mm. You know, there's things that were pizza. That's exactly, America. that's America. Exactly. Well, there's debate about that, but I I agree. I think the in, in its current incarnation, Matt Kaiser will disagree. Well, you know what Matt Kaiser can do? Matt Kaiser can eat a big fat dick. Pizza is American. God damn it. <laughs> Tacos are pretty much American. I mean, it's. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's that. ours well, now, motherfucker. Would, that's what I'm saying. It's. I'm saying they have it. They they have a, an original form, but it's not what it was. But you know what I mean, like Chinese food. The Chinese food we eat here is not what they eat. China. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> no, they don't use cats here. <laughs> Oh, hey, that's a low hanging fruit joke right there. V one hundred lowest <laughs> hanging fruit jokes. Okay, but so so you think that the you think is that Michael W. Smith? <laughs> that's Richard Marks. Oh God! So you think that the UK is an example of socialism, which you're using interchanging interchangeably somewhat. I would say democracy. if I was going to have to say the definition, I would call it soft socialism. What I would, what I would call it. Okay, what would be an example of... Of a more hard socialism? Yeah. 
Poland in its day. Mm. I'm not real familiar with Poland's Eastern European countries in general that were not necessarily Ukraine. Sure. That would probably be. And like there's like, they have lots of problems. Yeah, they do. So you're not a socialist. No. I was at one point. You're a a social democracy. (laughs) These days, I don't know. Like, I I have ideas. You're you're figuring it out. Yeah. You got your old ideas and your new ideas, and they're swimming around together. They're kind of not clashing, but they're trying to find out. I'm whatever Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is, because she got some big, fat titties, and that's all I'm about. What about you, Dutch? Everybody knows I like big, fat titties. What about you, Dutch? What, what, What country do you think... Is a, an example of socialism oh, today. I don't know. Um, Just if you were having a conversation with the, on the couch of somebody, you think, "Well, this is this socialist," and you're thinking, "Someone asks you, what's a socialist country?" Um, like no one's, no one's going to like. This isn't a thing that no one's going to grade about. you. Uh, probably the Scandinavian ones that they talk about, because that's the ones I hear about. I don't think about this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm, but I'm, that's, that's your, just your, all I ever hear about. Your is, opinion is valuable because yeah. everyone's brain is different. Uh, all, all, all I ever hear about is uh, how they, they're socialists and all this stuff, but they're not. That's been explained. Well, uh, who, Plus, uh, they, they force people to join the military for two years. Scandinavia doesn't do that. Switzerland does that. Okay, it's just Switzerland. Okay, they're not I'm Scandinavian. Not, am I wrong? They are Scandinavian. Switch, Switch, Scandinavian is Scandinavia no, it's is not. The, is Scandinavia is the no. No, wait, that's right. That, no, they're it's, not. it's Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Denmark. Right. I'm sorry. And Iceland. Sweden is part of the... And Switzerland is... Switzerland is part of the mainland. It's part of yeah. Europe itself. That's closer to the, Germany. I would just say those, because those are the ones everybody talks about, how they want we want to model our system after theirs. Now, they did. I know Sweden, Sweden, I know, was socialist. They actually seized the means of production. They, they, they seized... They nationalized oil. They're Norway, I think. Well, a lot of them did, did this. They nationalized oil where the government, the fucking state, literally owns the natural resources and they run it. They run it as a business, but it's all state run. You know. And they nationalized the profits. So they they paid for all the, sh- all the people's wages and for all the infrastructure needed to do the oil. And then the rest of it went straight to the government to be used for socialist programs or social programs. And that's why they have, and that's, that's kind of run out or it's, it's changing or something now. So that's one of the reasons why they have, but their, their economy is actually more free market than ours. As yeah. far as regulations go, it's, it's far more free market. That's how they're able to generate the revenue that they then tax the fuck out of you, like 50%. Denmark is like 90% of your income goes to the government. I'm not even joking. 90 is not even progressive. It's like if you make a dollar, they get 90 cents? Yes. Holy fuck. Um, but nobody's poor. Everybody has free education, health care, blah, 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 blah. But um, I forget where I was going with this. Or like utilities and stuff nationalized to where it's not you're not going to get a crazy price increase because of AEP um, wants I, to build I couldn't, new shit. I couldn't say for sure how that works. I don't I haven't delved into it. Might be a little bit. It's pretty specific. Deep, yeah. <laughs> Tell <laughs> but, me about the infrastructure now. But the point is, yeah. So I was saying <laughs> how do they build bridges. So I was saying that they they did do some of that stuff, and some of that stuff is no longer in place, and now it's a social democracy where the private industries run the shit, they tax the fuck out of them, they regulate the fuck out of it, and then they use 
what money doesn't get wasted by the massive bureaucracy to do things for people. No, they seem to be fairly happy, I guess. Well, you have to think. Norway has the population of the state of... It's smaller in population than the state of Colorado. And they're all white. And they all live in a, in a cold climate. Yeah. They're very homogenous. Um, they've got a long history, cultural history. You know what I mean? That doesn't exactly scale to a melting pot... No, it doesn't. Of 350 million people on this giant landmass where every single chunk of the country has different, has a different ecology, has different biology. Language. Has, has different languages, different resources, different cultures. You can't just put a one-size-fits-all solution on a... On some, a, some places, they don't even use slaw on their hot dogs. Yeah. Good Fucking point. Savages. What are they? And commies. And sometimes people make the slaw so fucking wet that it Ugh. might as well just be mayonnaise. Might as well just be with mayonnaise. some cabbage sprinkles on it. Yeah, cabbage jimmies just sprinkled over top. Terrible. Terrible. And, and they don't even put carrots in it. I don't put carrots in my hot dog coleslaw. Well, now we have a really this is really awkward point of contention. Now this is really awkward. this is going to cause a fight. And I like sugar in mine. Lots of sugar in my coleslaw. Well, you're sequestering carbon by eating sugar and getting fat. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Did you read that? That was a that was a pretty funny joke I made. That it was it was appreciated somewhat. I appreciated it. I got you. I got where you're coming from. I thought it was pretty funny. You want to do favorite things? Sure. It was a good word study. What's words are we doing next week? Uh well, this week. Figure it out. Um, I'll come up with some. The term pitbull. <laughs> pitbull, Dolly. Dolly. God. He is a sexy motherfucker. No, he's not. <laughs> you don't think Pitbull's sexy? Looks like a fucking weasel. That's my least favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like. He looks like. This is a nickname? Panthro. Mr. 435 or some <laughs> shit. He's, a, he's like a human version of Panthro. Yeah, he really does. Jesus Christ. I could, uh, that was a, he's yeah. like the if, uh, if Red Bull came to life. <laughs> <laughs> he's the. Personification of Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> no, no, he's not. That would be, be a gamer guy. Yeah, wouldn't it? No, no, it would be a hillbilly gamer of some kind. <laughs> I know exactly. I've he's got a, the person a, in my mind right upon, now. He's personification of uh, of Dosakis, Dosakis, or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, favorite things. What we got? Who's who's going first? What's on second? I don't know. It's on third. Um, Resident Evil Two. Resident Evil Two. Have you beat it? I beat it with uh, the one character. You can play through twice. And you did beat it? Mm-hmm. And you're on round two? Now on round two, and you're playing with a girl. You're playing with Leon Kennedy. Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> and, um, and Claire Redfield. And um, Lynn Redgrave. God, that's a name I haven't heard. That's a drop. The, the thing about the game is... Okay, it'd be bad enough there if there were zombies and it's, you know, that's going to be claustrophobic and all this stuff. But then there's this giant fucking dude c- called Mr. X or the tyrant chasing you through the fucking. If you're in a place for too long, he will come find he you. He will find you. Yeah. And you can hear him. I have a very special set of skills. He basically is a giant trench coated hatted fucking Liam Neeson. He's just <laughs> going around trying to find a black guy to kill. <laughs> God, so did we talk about that on the show? We did. Okay. <laughs> um, but it gets really nerve-wracking. Like, 
there are certain safe spaces you can go. Oh, but snowflake. <laughs> with your safe space. But he, like I said, you can hear him coming. And you can't kill him. He cannot be killed. No. What you can he? knock him down and and make he gets, him. He gets back up and again. Go to an, <laughs> You're never going to keep him down. <laughs> he is wearing a Chumbawamba t-shirt. <laughs> um, no, he'll go to a knee. And then, you know. No, wait. Does he go to a knee while the national anthem's playing? <laughs> A disrespectful <laughs> son of a bitch. No, it's more of a Tim Tebow thing. Oh, okay. He's praying for the Lord. Tebowing. Um, you know, no, but that's, it makes it, man. And I've noticed in this in this go around, they give a lot more ammo. The guy, I hardly got any fucking ammo at all. I'm like, fuck, I can't fight this guy. I, mean, I, I, I got to run. Yeah, I couldn't beat the game. I had to go back and fucking play from another part just to have enough ammo to last. <coughs> and... um. You know, and this time I actually went through and I wasn't just trying to run through and beat it as quick as possible. I started exploring all this different shit. And um, like I said, though, man, it's it's fucking it gets really nerve wracking because you're do you play dark in the dark too? sometimes uh, that that game doesn't bother me in the dark. One game I, I can't. And I know I'm a grown man. I don't give a fuck. Silent Hill. I cannot play Silent Hill in the fucking dark. That is just too much to ask of any human being because that shit is so. And it's set in West fuck. Virginia, right? One of them was, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's the game series itself is set in West Virginia, but um, it's just so fucked. Like it's not, it's not. Hey, we're in a cool zombie horror movie, and you can fight back. And you know, even though you're a little bit outmatched and all kinds of stuff, it's not that. It's you're stuck in hell, and everything and all reality is warped. That will fuck with you after a while. I mean, and it's, uh, I can't do it. Even the originals, man. When the well, graphics PlayStation were, two, yeah. Well, one, the first one came out on PlayStation, it was on PlayStation one. one, yeah. Um, and then they kept releasing subsequent ones. The worst one I played was on Wii. It was fucking awful. Oh, the Wii was terrible. No, it wasn't. Just for Wii, certain things. The Wii good. was good for like for the Nintendo, Nintendo games. games. Yeah. yeah. It was um, good for hunting games. Yeah. It was a fucking blast. Was it? It's like tro- Trophy Buck Hunter or mm. something like that. Oh, my God. Like, get your adrenaline going. Sure. But like a bear comes up on you. Um, then I downloaded... When you buy the game, you get all the downloadable content, I think, for free. So there's these time trial games. One of them is like you play a soldier that works for Umbrella, and you got to fight your fucking way out of the place. And that's no no fun at all because they're fucking, there's so many fucking zombies, and you can't kill them all. And so you have to dodge around some of them. You're going to get bit. There's a hallway choked with zombies, and you got to pick your weapons wisely you're not going to fucking make it like i had a pistol and then i got some other bullshit it was the biggest gun but it wasn't a very good one so i basically limped to the end of the game and won i actually beat that round but man it's i mean i don't know why i take so much pleasure now i'm part of the in in a part of the game where we play with the girl she rescues this the scientist's daughter like she's like eight and you're running from this Crooked police chief is that fucking the cranberries, and um, you're in this room and you got to hide from him, and he's chasing you around. That to me is the most awful thing. I like, think you can't fight back. There's nothing you can do. So you just got to hide behind shit and like wait for him to go around with his flashlight and then run out and run somewhere else. I'm I'm sitting there fucking sweating like fuck fuck you know because he's he, you know he's gonna get you. And this is in Resident Evil. Mm. 
Yeah, there's some of that As a matter of fact, the, the Spider-Man game is kind of a godsend. I need to relieve some of the, the darkness. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's wisecracking. It's cracking wise well, of all Of course he is. He's fucking Spider-Man. It's, it's good. It's fun. Did you unlock any suits? Oh, I unlocked lots of suits. There's lots of suits to be had in this game. The Venom suit and the... I haven't gotten that yet, I don't think. Then there was just a black sub- a Spider-Man suit. Yeah, there's plenty of them. There's uh, the Stark suit. Iron Spider. There's a... Uh... God, that game is going to be great. I hope I, I'm going to have to delete a bunch of shit on my PlayStation. It's a fun game. Because I know it's huge. It's just, even if you don't want to play, you can just go swing around New York City, and it's a scale map of everything in New York City, from what I understand. Is it that big? Yeah. and Jesus. And there's... It, it gets weird, because I play in the dark. It gets weird when you go to, like, a really tall building, and you just run up the side of it. Then you get on top of it, and everything looks tiny, and you jump, and you do, like, the... What is that game? The Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed where you yeah. jump down? You could jump down and then glide and shit. And uh, That's awesome. And it just gets real weird when you're up that high, especially if you play in the dark like I do. Because it makes you vertigo. Uh, yeah. yeah. A little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you d- you're not a big fan of heights, though. So No, I am not. A t- I, I am not either. I you. am not either. But I was a fan of The Heights, um, the fictional band on uh, that one show in the early 90s called The Heights with their hit song. How do you talk to an angel? You pulling that up for me right now, Chuck? Yes. I know you are. <laughs> That's a friend for you. Yeah. Um, but I think you would like the Spider-Man game, too, because it's just yeah. flying around beating the fuck out of people. Yeah, I probably would. Cracking wise. I'm sure I would. I couldn't start the Batman game, though. I'm, I've, got, I've got a Batman complex. I'm sorry. You want to talk about it? Well... I think it all started when my parents got murdered. Oh, Jesus. In a dark alley one night and felt really bad about it ever since. And I've got a lot of money, so I've decided to use it to um, be a secret hero. You realize this is public and anybody in the world can listen to this. I think your cover's blown, sir. I didn't say which hero. That's it was. true. You didn't oh, say which okay. one. Yeah, I mean, there, there are, are there are a few operating. There is a the glut. Area. There yeah. is a glut of superheroes yeah. operating. <laughs> Finding territory is difficult, from what I understand. <laughs> I'm as, just as told to me by Avocado Man. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't be as low. <laughs> you just you just guys are so sad. <laughs> I did. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know guys I like I just can't be as as humble as Bruce as Bruce Wayne you know what I mean like it's one of the things I can't keep it low key like that it's like I I want people to know that I'm Batman yeah sort of like um uh Tony Stark Iron Man he's he's yeah I'm I'm, I'm Iron Man what suck it <laughs> well I mean I love the fact that. Uh, one of the things they never succeeded with with the DC movies is creating the interplay between the characters. Nobody, everybody likes Batman, but they're afraid of him because he's so ruthless. And it's that Krav Maga man. Well, and also the fact that he learns everybody's fucking uh, weaknesses, and he will use them against you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what ninjas do. Well, I, there's like a, there's like a storyline where he had to kill the rest of the Justice League, and he did it with alacrity. He was fucking all over. So. I think the brilliant thing. How do you spell alacrity, please? A l a c r c r i t y. One of the brilliant things about the Batman is that c r i t y. 
He's just a rich ninja. But you just—he's just got pointy things on his on either side of his ear, and the the spikes on his sure. forearms, and there's a bat theme. Yeah. He's just a ninja. I like yeah. how he dances the Batusi. <laughs> that is all he is. He's just—he's a, ninja. a billionaire ninja. Yeah, yeah, and but one of my favorite one of my favorite interactions is uh, during Kingdom Come, where. All the heroes are fighting each other, and it's just spilling over. It's going to destroy the whole world. That's what they're going to do because you have all this superpowered beings just tearing shit up. So, um, Batman and Wonder Woman are talking, and Wonder Woman's pissed off, and Batman says something to her, and he's just like, "She's like, well, we have to get this under control, and it, uh, you know, under any circumstances." And he's just like, "Well, that's the old Amazon dictum, and he's like, force peace, but don't be afraid to bloody your knuckles while you do it.'" Just said something real fucking piss- shitty to her, and she turns around and said, "You aristocratic bastard!" And swings her fucking sword at him. They really don't like each other, like Batman or uh, Superman and. No, Superman and Superman and, and Batman get along fairly well. Like they don't approve of each other's methods, but there's always a respect there. Wonder Woman and Batman never got along because he sees her as an authoritarian, but that's more of of what do you call it? Uh, Peace through force. No, like when you see something in somebody that you don't like, because that's part of yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what he sees in her, and that's what yeah, he. I is. mean, you break it all down. <laughs> Batman is he's an authoritarianist. He's he's essentially just fucking kicking the shit out of poor people most of the time until he gets one of the big villains. Basically, yes. And I think they've tried to address that, like in later incarnations. Yeah. Um, you know that he's just trying to help poor people and stuff like that, like bank robbers and stuff. Yes, he'll thwart it, but he's not overly. Overly aggressive about it He never kills anybody No Like in Batman War on Crime That's that's an Alex Ross And of course it's fucking brilliant And uh, I had a signed copy Alex Ross had signed it And I destroyed it uh, What the fuck Yeah I don't know What I was thinking It was It got It was gotten for me By somebody You were I'd, thinking I'm gonna destroy This signed copy <laughs> yeah. Of the book I just got No I was I Did loved you do it. a cum tribute I loved, it, I loved it so much That I would carry it In my backpack And always read it And just tore it up Oh Because oh, so, you, you didn't Just like destroy it No no You I loved mean, it I loved it, it. I loved it anymore I loved it to pieces Like, yeah. a, <laughs> like, a, like a baby blanket That finally fell apart exactly. You just don't That's have The heart exactly to throw it away But in this story uh, there's a little black kid who his parents get killed. Why does he have to be black? Well, because that's just the way the story goes. Because <laughs> he is black. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his parents get killed, and he starts starts down this path. The kid does. Superman. I mean, Batman gets there too late. That's that's one of the things with Batman too is that he's just a man. He can't. He's not Superman. He can't predict prevent shit from happening. Basically, he's on, he's on mop up. Basically, what he is half the time. So. Um, he brings the kid to the police station. They take him in, and the kid starts falling through the tracks of the cracks of the system. And then he starts running with a gang. And at the end, he's got a gun pointed at him. And it's this whole beautiful end scene where Batman's looking at him. He's just like, "I know what it's like to to feel the way you're feeling." He's just like, "And I understand being mad and sad and, and afraid and all these things." Like, you put that gun down, you know. We'll fix this, you know, and it was a really beautiful moment. And it's Alex Ross, so it's painted and it's really emotional. And, you know, and the whole time, also, a character that they actually used for the for the Dark Knight movies is that fucking piece of shit uh, on the Dark Knight Rises, that guy who was that... 
he had a lisp kind of. He he's a he's actually a Brit, and he was in Rogue One, and you know what yeah, I'm talking, talking about. about yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who thought he, he was in control of Bane, and Bane just laid his fucking hand on his shoulder. He's like, "Do you feel like you're in control right now?" <laughs> That's one of the best lines of that fucking movie. Do you feel in control? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Do you feel in control? Of course. Um. And in the in this comic, he is a guy, and Bruce Wayne's sitting there looking at him, and he's smiling at him. He's just like, he's like, I have to resist the urge to knock his teeth down his throat because he's just a scumbag, and he's he's victimizing these inner city neighborhoods to make a profit. So, at the end, he buys this guy out and puts him out of business and starts building places for people to work. And he's he's got like a hard hat on, and he's got plant plans in his head, and it says the. Profits in dollars will be negligible, but helping people and making sure this stuff doesn't happen again is worth everything. And the, the thing I love about Alex Ross's books, all these one shots, War on Crime, P- Superman, Peace on Earth, is he donated a hundred percent, hundred percent of the profits from Batman War on Crime to inner city youth programs. And so they put his money where his mouth. Yeah, and they were popular. Like they were really popular. This is in the eighties, right? No, I'd say the uh, early nineties. Okay, that, with the, when most of those came out, and of course he did the one uh, Power of Hope with Shazam, and he donated all the profits to Make a Wish. Shazam, of course, is based on um, um, uh, Gomer <laughs> Pyle, USMC. <laughs> In case you guys didn't know that. Sergeant Carter, Shazam! <laughs> I like Homer's like, <laughs> Shazam. Well, golly! <laughs> He's like reading a TV guide. <laughs> How weird was it when you first heard uh, Gomer sing? And, and he was really like good. angelic voice. Yeah, he's yeah, he's fucking gorgeous. The big old gin blossom nose. <laughs> Is that the extent of your favorite things there, Taters, anymore? Uh, that's pretty much it this week. John, my favorite thing this week um, is uh, working mitt work. Mitt work. You talked about this the other night whenever we were watching fights. Yeah, working the mitts is um, it's like my new my new favorite thing. Your new jam. It's my this my new favorite thing. Like I almost want to just like hire a a private trainer just to do mitts. With it's the whole mitts, like three, three, four days. It's like it's a skill in and of itself. Oh, I believe. it is. You can't be you can't be good at holding mitts and not know something about a good, a lot about fighting because you're you're not just like you're not just holding them. You're anticipating where the person's going to punch and meeting them halfway. So you're literally doing the mirror image of the same motion. It's just instead of exerting yourself and throwing a strike, you're just moving your hand, you're absorbing and it, throwing and a pad. Yeah, and anticipating and calling what you want from them, and um, it's sort of like it's sort of like playing hot cakes or what would not uh, hot, hot hands, hot, hot cakes, hot hands. Only the, hot the cakes is cool. The person, though. the person holding the mitts is the person who's striking. Is the person who's striking? It's reverse psychology. It, it seems like it'd be the opposite because because when you're when you're punching, you have to anticipate what he's going to say and then respond perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's like playing. It's like there's video games where things you know that are similar where, like, like I could like you have to. I, he said one two three slip, and that's actually like eight punches. Yeah, you know what I mean. And how he says it and how he moves, you have to tie that. So if he says one two three slip, it's one two three slip three f- six. Yeah, you know. And, and then he's and so it's constantly changing. So it's a really it's really like a puzzle solving brain exercise with this amazing workout that you just blow your lungs out and you burn your arms out. And when you get done, you just like 
you when, know, you just scream like an animal, and you're just, you know you, you, when just, you fall to the floor because you're so exhausted. Yeah, just and do you do it like three minute rounds, like an actual yeah round round. I'll do like the last. Um, not yesterday. Yesterday I got a good good work in, but there were other people there. But for the last month or so, I've been the only person in that striking class. So I've got individual attention from the instructor. That's and awesome. So, yeah. So we do we do a whole hour workout, and he's just fu- he works me like a fucking dog, you know. And in the last like twenty five or thirty minutes is just mint work. So I'll do I'll do three minute rounds for like twenty five thirty minutes straight. Take a minute break and then three sixty minutes. seconds right back at it. And he'll do like he'll do like one, one, so one. One's jab, right? One, yeah, jab. One, and your arm just starts, you know. Okay, plus, you got to hold your other hand up. Yeah, yeah. then he'll say, and I'll be like one, two, three, slip. And, you know, and then you know, it's just does he scream at you to move it, your head? Well, the slip. I mean, he'll yeah. he'll just hit you, or if you, if you if you keep if you pull your hands down too low, he'll just fucking hit you. Damn, not hard, but just get your hands out. Just yeah. a thwap upside the head. Yeah. Thwap. Um, and then there's another one too where you can be like punch, punch, and he won't call anything. He'll just slap your arm, and you have to you have to block block it and then counter. He's just block one, two, three, and push him back. So something that would he might call something that's just like a, a three or four punch combination, and then he strikes you, and it becomes three more strikes. I'm here to tell you, fellas, seven seven strikes in a row is a lot harder than four strikes in a row. Yeah, especially if you're getting slapped upside the head. Especially, yeah, and your arms are burning, your lungs are are near blown out. It's like the most amazing. I just get so high from that, man. I just want to fucking. It probably activates natural cannabinoids that you have because I know that's what the runner's high. And if you want, and if you want, you know, you can you can do whatever you want. You can you can just kind of make good contact and just try to be crisp and not throw power. Or if you're, you know, if you want, you can really throw heat and try to work on your power at the same time. Tune him up, yeah, and and you know, and I do like. Um, a lot of times it's good to make a a noise for each strike, like you're playing the drums, like like you know, hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey! Because the the outward breathing actually in, improves the impact, and it also protects you against a counter strike. Because if you're breathing out, um, it's much harder to get the wind knocked out of you. And so that's fun. Too. It's very musical. It becomes, you know, it becomes like um, it's literally like playing the drums, but mm-hmm. I'm beating the fuck out of somebody. Yeah, I've, I did it uh, when I was down at Carolina Beach. I did it one day. Isn't it, it was, awesome? It was, it was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. You know? I'm I'm so addicted to it. Like one two three three two one. You know, yeah. Three one two. You know, and just mm-hmm. trying to. And I was, I did okay, especially for a beginner. You know. And also, I got to do um, this last week. I got to do like, there's this one guy in there that's he's like I don't know he's young, he's in his early twenties, but he's wrestled his whole life. You know, he's a good wrestling coach. Like he knows a lot. And I never had wrestling in high school, and so that's I finally got. Hit, me and one other guy got like a, a lesson from him one day for part of the open mat, and um, I just got to learn like the stances and, and how you do the the sweepy thing they do when they're warming up, where they drop down on one knee yeah, and sweep yeah, the yeah. leg. That's just a takedown. It's like I, I learned the mechanics of that, and just like weird little drills that they give to like little kids like when, you, when you're you, first teaching them wrestling. Did you grapple with them any at all? Did you get? I mean, I yeah, I roll with them from time to time. Isn't he, he weirdly strong? Oh God! No, because he's probably not that big, is he? The, well, he's—I mean, he's strong. No, he is big. Okay, but the, my God, there's a state trooper that comes there, <laughs> and he's probably—he's maybe two twenty or something. He's kind of shorter, uh, but he's—he's he's just fucking Sergeant Slaughter. He's—he's he's wrestled his whole life. Mm. Um, he teaches wrestling to like middle school kids or something, 
He's a state trooper, and he just found jujitsu like a year ago, and he, he started. He came a few times a year ago, and then he's been back for like the last month or so. And he and uh, because he's such a great wrestler, he like got you know came and like rolled with people and got submitted, and it like it, it like really humbled him. And he's like he's like a devout like white belt. He comes like every day because he wants to learn. He was he wants to he like he can't stand that the wrestling is not working against the jiu-jitsu. Like they're submitting. Me. It can actually work against you. Yeah, and so he's just like, you know, he's a one he's a no stripe white belt just like me, but he's. He comes there and he works. My God, he he fucking he'll hurt you. Like you got to be careful. <laughs> He's very aggressive and very strong and very good at wrestling. You know what I mean? He's fast. Like he'll just do something. You know, he'll like accidentally strike you or something because he's just so aggressive. It's like this is what it feels like to get attacked by a cop. That's <laughs> literally what it is. This cops. This is what it would be like if we, if it was like cops versus me. This guy would be fucking me right now. I can't do any, I can't do anything with him. Might stick three quarters of the way in there. I can get like I can get a good position on him. Like I can get a, get him into a triangle sometimes. But he's got no neck. So I can't. Or I'll get his back. But he just he's so fucking strong. Um, I can't. He just. Yeah, I'm on my back the whole time. Wrestlers are always oddly strong. Like when you wouldn't expect him to be. Now he's got no gas tank. That's one way I can beat him. But. I haven't come close, haven't come very close to submitting him. I would get tossed around uh, by uh, much, much smaller guys. I'm talking one, one fifty to two hundred pounds. I was way bigger than them. Whenever we would just wrestle around, I would get tossed around by those motherfuckers because they know all the leverage. They they've been doing this since they were four years old. They're two foot eleven now. Yeah, because they've been cutting weight since they were kids. <laughs> they can they can beat you because training. Yeah. And technique, it's amazing. It's just it's such a it, it's it just really helps helps make you a better person. Well, not you, but other people. Well, <laughs> and as much as I could be, yeah, better. You know that there are things you can do. Any other favorite things, John? I think that does me. I don't really have any, but I did hear this song. Oh well, fuck. Of course, there's an ad before something I so desperately want to play. You guys know I've been on the Bruce kick. Yeah. I heard I heard this song. This is Downbound Train by Bruce Springsteen. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a wonderful song. And uh, I thought that was Rod Stewart. It's the same guy. Oh. Same guy. But I was... Uh, they both got those big noses. Yeah. I was working, <laughs> and uh, I started just singing it to myself. But I just kept going. I had a job. I had a job. I lost my job. Now I need a job. Can I get a job? A job. That's about all I did, and I made myself laugh. That sounds like for a long time. That sounds like a uh, West Virginia politician campaigning. <laughs> yeah. Do you need a job? Well, job, I'll get job, you job, a job. Job, jobs. job fair. Job expo. <laughs> jobs. 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 So that 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 tickled me for really no reason. Uh, because uh, my my job uh, job gets kind of lonely because I'm just running around on forklift all day, fuck with pipe, which is actually great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean like pipe? Like, like yes, yeah, smoking, smoking? smoking marijuana while I'm riding a hundred thousand dollar forklift. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be great. I was I was talking about rock, but whatever. Oh, crack rock. Um, what else? Um, Brown train. Um. Bernie has announced that he's running for president. Barney Sanders? Barney. 
<laughs> trying to make Fetch happen. He's well. I mean, I think he's going to win. That's the thing. I think he's going to beat. He's going to win the nomination, whether he beats Trumpy or not. I don't know. But I think I think he'll probably win the nomination. I don't know. I don't know either. He's they, they, my 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 I'm, my intuition says no. Who do you think I, will win it? If I, I had I to pick no one, idea. it would be Tulsi Gabbard. I have no idea. Every time I think, every time this happens, the, the, they surprise me with who they pick almost every time, except for the Hillary. Yeah. I could, fucking, what was his name? Uh, not John Kerry. Yeah. What the f- Who? What the fuck? But he was John Kerry. He's tall and he kind of looked like a Doctor Who. It was all about the, because he looked <laughs> a certain way. It was all about how he looked. That's the only reason they picked him. He'd done nothing. Yeah, he's a war hero. But that I don't know if he, that was, doesn't, he probably was. doesn't qualify you to be ruler of the free world. No, it doesn't. Say. But it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't disqualify you either. Well, I wouldn't say that. It, <laughs> I would, certainly wouldn't say that that was the case. Um, there's Kamala Harris, but every time I hear her name, I think about the Ugandan giant Kamala. If you remember him, yeah, he was a wrestling character that is. It's, it can't be, I can't really consider it racist since it was his idea to be, he made up the gimmick, you know, the guy that played Kamala. I'm going to try to find him so John can see how awesome he is. I mean, I, I can't imagine um, that any, that the Democrats or anybody else on the planet could get somebody who could beat Trump. I mean. You mean in a physical fight or? In anything. But in election, in the presidential election, for sure. I mean, have you seen his numbers? That's Kamala the Ugandan giant. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, he's terrifying. But have you have you seen his numbers? Every, I mean, all the people love him, and then then they tell him that they do. <laughs> now, are you getting this information straight from Donald himself? I'm saying it's like, how are you gonna, you know, how are they gonna beat him? If they, you know, who could? Po- no man has ever beaten Trump. Is what uh, well, saying. that's true. Um, at any, I mean, really, at anything. He's up there with Charlie Z, and he's such, a, and he's just such, <laughs> yeah, a, in more, more ways than one. He's just such a, a masculine. Um, oh, he admits intelligent, sex kind of dreamboat. He's sex kind of a stud, classiness. I mean, <laughs> he's got class out the ass. Oh, you girl, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, other favorite thing, I don't know, man. Um, I watched the uh, the Punisher, but I kind of fell asleep during the final episode. It was good. Yeah. That John Bernthal's a bad motherfucker. Oh, so it's a series? Yeah. it's. Uh, I think there's two seasons, and then they canceled it. But they're only canceling things because they're going to bring them out on the Disney platform whenever that happens. So, I don't know. I'm trying to think of favorite stuff, but um, nothing really happened. I didn't really do anything new. Um, the fights, the Bellator fights Bellator were fights were pretty good. We were, like, falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> we, we were both feeling like shit and tired. But, but, but the sick. fights were great. They were great, except for the last one. And I'm told it wasn't as good as it could have been. And then we, and then I didn't even know they were happening, and Dutch felt like shit, so we missed UFC on Sunday night. I didn't know it was happening Kane, until it was almost Kane over. Velasquez came back for about 25 seconds. And got his, his uh, he hurt his knee. His knee. I could see it buckle. His knee buckled, and it was pretty much over. Yeah. He, he basically just walked out there and broke his knee. <laughs> They're saying he might go to WWE now. Wouldn't be a bad Kane Velasquez. Yeah. Wow. He's a bad man in Jimmy. He's, he's I mean, himself. in his prime, he 
the baddest man for on like, the planet. For like a year there, he was the baddest dude. There was no, I mean, he made Brock look like a baby. And that was when Brock was juiced. Yeah. He was giant. He was Kane, Kane Velasquez looked tiny compared yeah. to Brock. And Kane, Kane probably about 235, 240. Yeah, he's and not big. Brock had to cut down to get to 265. Not big for a heavyweight, I should say. Yeah. But uh, now Kane, I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, Coach. DC might uh, fight Francis now to redeem to redeem him. Because yeah. Francis, I've, we've showed you Francis Ngannou before. He's the mm-hmm. big, giant black dude that works I think in the Francis, sand mine. I think Francis yeah. is kind of a bad matchup for DC. I mean, odds are he'll he'll be able to wrestle fuck him. But it's just... But if you get hit by one of them hammers... That's what I'm saying. And he's unpredictable. DC gets hit. Yeah. He does get hit some. He's got an amazing chin, but he's a human being. Good Lord. I don't want to... There's like... I mean, I don't want to be hit by anybody, but... I do. If I... I like getting punched. I don't want to be be hit by um, by Francis Ngannou. Not anytime soon. Not if I can help it. Not in like a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're talking about fights? No, no. I mean, I, I mean, if I was like, yeah, if, if my butthole was stretched out big enough, you know. <laughs> Just punch on through there. I might be. Get in there. <laughs> I might let him hit it. Tap it. Tap it. No, but um, that, that did kind of remind me of a joke. Uh, oh, shit. I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about the Jesse. Jess, is it? J- okay. I've never heard his name pronounced. But I don't even know. But since he's a, say it. since he's a gay black man, I'm going to assume it's Juicy Smollett, <laughs> right? Like Norman Smollett, Juicy Smollett. That's what I'm going to guess it is. But it's the whole it's the whole thing. Remember uh, a few weeks ago, a guy was hate crimed in Chicago, and a bunch of white dudes beat the shit out of him. And said it was MAGA country. I'm going to say that I do, but I it's it's the big thing that's going on now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But uh, it was. January 29th, I think, is when the attack happened. And it's turning out... Alleged. The alleged attack. Well, everybody... When it, whenever the news broke, everybody just just, just started virtue signaling about how terrible this is. And, all and how stuff. great he is. And how, great he, well, how brave he is for fighting back. And uh, now it turns out that it was all bullshit. He hired two... Are they, are, I think they were Nigerians... To help with this uh, thing, to uh, because he got sent, I don't know if he got sent a letter threatening him at uh, Empire, the, the show that he worked on, or if he sent himself a letter threatening him. But they said they were questioned by the police there last week. They told the police that the letter didn't get enough attention, so he wanted to do something else. So he set up this attack, and I guess they roughed him up a little bit, and. It's all for attention. It's because attention is money. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I've heard it. And it's also, he's also <laughs> trying to reinforce the thing that MAGA is, it equals white supremacy. Yeah. And it kind of does. Let's, let's just be fair. It kind of does. Uh, not, not in that sense. So if you're wearing a MAGA hat, you're a MAGA hat, no, no. you support white supremacy. I said kind of does. I'm just, I, said, I'm, I, I said it doesn't. It doesn't always, but there is a definite correlation between 
people wanting to get their country back. I mean, all you have to do is watch Connect All the Dots. I mean, there is a, a definite... What you're saying is not all MAGA people are white supremacists, but all white supremacists are MAGA people. I would say yes. I, w- I would say... I wouldn't argue that, to be quite honest. I w- or they're just apolitical. I don't all, know. Mm-hmm. All white supremacists are mo- support Donald Trump? I would think so. I would. I would say uh, if if they if they, unless if there's a fringe, yeah, unless there's a fringe element who thinks he doesn't go far enough, or, you know. I mean, what I'm mean? sure there's all kinds of white supremacists who are anarchists who don't like any of the presidents. Maybe I don't know. Well, that's true. I too. don't hear from them. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just thinking about all the different. I'm trying to make sure all the everyone gets represented equally. Even though I, all the white supremacists need equal representation, I think you're right about that. I don't. I don't know enough about anything. Um, uh, I don't travel in the white supremacist. Do, do you circles. think? Do you, let me ask you this: do, do you think that Donald Trump is a white supremacist? Do I think he's a white supremacist in the classics of the word that he that he's? Just answer the question. He goes to meetings. And do I think he's a white supremacist? No. I do think I, he's a wealth supremacist. He, there's that. Also, do, but do I think that he has racist elements to his uh, character? Yes, definitely. But well, like I said before, it's that kind think, of almost. Soft New York racism You know what I mean Well yeah That's what I was going to say Do you think that That he's racist That he's f- Far to the side of racist For a 73 year old man Uh Well again That's <laughs> think, a, that's think a about, fair, That think is about, a fair point Think about all the 73 year old men You know That you That know. is a fair point Um Most of them I'd say he's about average For that group then Yeah that's a, I would agree So he's he's not He, he, he uses You know he's, he's maybe playing To that group a little bit Mm-hmm. But he himself is average racist, not, sure. not racist. Right. You would argue. Could argue. I would say he's probably in the middle, just like uh, most people in their 70s. Average 73-year-old yeah. rich man, as far as his his wokeness. I'm still waiting on all these tapes that Tom Arnold says he has. Uh, <laughs> like, what, is Tom Arnold, are we really relying on Tom Arnold to no, save anything? I mean, I, I think that Tom Arnold is, you know. I'd rather have Arnold from Different Strokes. Help us out of this situation. I'd rather have Arnold from Hey Arnold. I'd rather have Arnold Palmer. I'd rather have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ooh, well, then, check and mate. <laughs> Excuse me, I'll just back away from the microphone. <laughs> Who you, okay, that brings a good one. Up, good point. Who do you think would win in a cage fight? Oh God, between Donald Trump and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh Jesus, are you kidding? Donald Trump yeah. all day, every day. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> He's got that jab, that stiff jab. The only thing stiff about him is his hair. <laughs> yeah, I can think of something else that's stiff oh, about Oh, boy. Mm. That sweet, sweet presidential pecker. <laughs> Eight to 22 inches. <laughs> that's a wide berth you're giving him, Jesus. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a moody guy. I'll just tell you this. You ladies, my dick is between one and 17 inches long. So be prepared or don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Either you're ready for it or you're not. What's your uh, take on the the juicy small a thing? Like, I think it's dumb. I think it's ridiculous. Do you think he's lying? Yes. I mean, if it's been proven that he's that he is, then he is. It se- seems that way. Yeah. But I, I like I was watching Rogan uh, there last night, and they were talking about it. And he goes, he said, when I first heard about it, uh, I, I wouldn't say anything about it on the air because. It sounded like bullshit, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to be labeled a racist automatically because I said it was bullshit. Right. You know? And everybody, I mean, anybody that said anything about it, they were automatically a racist. And now nobody's walking back their virtue signaling or anything about it. Well, how hard is that? I did that. 
the, the, yeah. during the whole Native American drum thing. I did that. It's like I didn't have all the facts. I apologize for jumping to conclusions. You know. Well, they're just doubling down. What they're going to do is they're still going to make a martyr out of this guy because he felt so strongly. Uh, about how bad race relations are in this country that he had to and they do are something. bad but they that's bad. but that's ridiculous but to say they've never been worse is insane oh yeah that is <laughs> that's completely insane that's ridiculous that's like that the feminist article we got into earlier yeah. she said that women's women are more objectified today than they've ever been that is that that article is so delicious that I, that it it's it's so close to where it's satire yeah it, yeah that's so it's either extremely good satire or that person's insane. Yeah, and she's obviously just like a really damaged person who's like smart enough to write the, write this articulate article. She's just so damaged and so angry. You know what I mean? That it with all the hate, all the hate. Just, just. Well, so what, much do anger. Think, what do you think is going to happen to this guy? Is he going to? Uh, they've they've started writing him out of the show now. Virtually nothing. You don't think he'll get arrested? The. How how much money do you think that the city of Chicago spent trying to find these motherfuckers? Wow, I don't know. Until it started falling apart, that's a good point. Well, it's like the woman who drowned her kids, and then she gave the description of a black dude, and the black comedian said that could have been anybody I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I thought I did the shit. <laughs> Between which, five and eight which, feet tall, and yeah. yeah. Which one was it? Was it uh, was that Susan Smith? Oh God, yeah. Didn't she push her kids into the river? Yeah, while singing Bible hymns or some oh, shit. Oh, wow. That lady was out of her fucking mind. Gotta go pee. Sexy, too, Susan Smith. Real real good breeding stock, that broad. Yeah, her and uh, the bitch from the, uh, the courthouse in Kentucky. Oh, uh, what's-her-face? Yeah, Kim Davis? I fucking loved her. Yeah, you had a you had a little bit of a relationship. I did not. She probably knew who you were. She probably did because because I'm I put the uh, the uh, rainbow flag over her uh, over a picture. Then I put cunt. (laughs) I did not like that shit. I don't because because she's an elected official and you're trying to push your religion on people. I didn't like it. Do that on your own time. Yeah, pick pick either you're working for the public or you're not. Yeah, if you have your own business that does marriage licenses. Man, I got no problem. Well, that's my. I think you're a cunt. If you want to not make somebody a cake, it's not (laughs) my fucking business. I don't give a a dick. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. I'll make the cake. I can't bake worth a shit. Baking's a science, and I just never got good at it. I think that's the thing about that whole thing is like, if you go to a business and someone says, I don't want to bake you a cake because you're gay, why the fuck would you insist on giving them your money? And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not gay. I'd be like, I'm (laughs) going to go to a different cake shop and I'm going to tell my friends not to come to this one. It's that simple. Both of my friends are not going to come here anymore. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like that. That's like that's like eight cakes a year, though. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, that's I'm I call it uh, pro-choice. Um, it's like a thousand dollars. Pro-choice extremism. You should have a choice with everything. Like I, I own a business. I don't want people with furry boots coming in my business because I think it's stupid. Well, there's so, no furry boots in my business. So this actually kind of brings up kind of a deep cut, like. So, like the um, the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That's where it's a pretty good act. Well, that's where they, um, the you know, they made it illegal for someone to refuse service to to a person because they're black or or based on color or whatever. Yeah. I forget exactly how it was worded. Um, but there's there there are actually a, f- a fair number of. Um, 
libertarian black people who in principle are against that act because you're basically it's a private property rights issue you're telling someone what they can do with their own yeah and so it doesn't have anything to do with racism of course of course they're against the racism but the point is is that in principle you can re- you have the right to refuse service to anybody for any re- reason you can be a dick because it's your store i don't have to, i don't have to like if someone comes in and maybe uh, Maybe I'm a frothing at the mouth first. You see the leftist, and somebody comes into my store and they've got a MAGA hat on. I can say, "Get out of my store," because and people my, are because it's my yeah, fucking, they do. because it's my fucking store. I also believe that racist people, as long as they're not being violent, violent yeah, should be allowed to do that. And we cannot like it. Yeah, and they're and they're going to go out of business real fucking. Oh quick. yeah, it's not going to work. And, and most, it, and, I can't imagine that place. And furthermore, that it would work for a, a and long furthermore. Time. Instead of their racism being veiled, you know, by these laws, you're like, this guy's a racist. Yeah. Instead of being like, cognitive dissonance, dissonance tension, weird, awkward moments, uh, just constant fucking societal anxiety thing that we have going on. It's like, just put it on the table, associate with the people that you want to associate with, disassociate from the people you don't want to be associated with. And, you know, just interact freely instead of forcing things. So there's something to be said if you're forced segregation is is not is immoral too. Yeah, because you're still using coercion. People like people who are like them. You know, there's well, nothing wrong with being black. There's nothing wrong with being a black guy and saying, you know, I'd, you ever, I'd really rather have a black dentist. Did you ever hear the story about the Planet of the Apes? No, uh, during the filming no. of the Planet of the Apes, when they were. There, everybody's all made up during lunch. The the apes that look alike would sit together. The chimps would sit together. Yeah. The gorillas yeah. and the orangutans. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's just human nature to some degree. I mean, well, there was a. I'm sorry. There, there was a uh, after school movie where the kids. I used to love after school. Had, and it was a really good one. It was a social experiment this this teacher was doing, and he randomly picked colors, and they had to wear them on their shirts to identify who they were. Um, blues were in charge. You know, there were browns who were allowed to go in all these other places, and then the orange were the bottom of the barrel. And the kids really started getting fistfights over it. <laughs> I think it was actually based on a real thing that really happened. Well, there's so, the Stanford prison, prison experiment. Yeah. Where they put uh, some, some people were prisoners and some people were guards. And they put, like, the more degenerate people, like, the more people that were more likely to be prisoners as guards... And the more straight-laced people as prisoners. And the roles reversed. Mm-hmm. And the prisoners started acting like prisoners, and then the, the guards started acting like authoritarian guards, like like uh, most prison guards I've done, yeah. I've seen in lockup or whatever. Right. They started acting crazy, and there was like almost a little riot there and a little thing that they could freely leave at any time. <laughs> it's insane. People are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the Jesse... Ju- Juicy A Small <laughs> Norman. Let's just call him Norman Smiley. Remember when Norman Smiley? They'd, they'd they'd slap Norman Smiley and scream like a bitch. Yeah, screaming Norman Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Brit. He's great too. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, big wiggle. I'm wondering if if they will arrest him and well, they should arrest him. They should arrest him for a for a false report. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a jailable offense. I mean, all the money they spent, uh, the uh, 
I'm trying to think of what they could filing a false report. I mean, fines under, under oath. I mean, are you under oath when? Oh well, him? I don't know about that. I don't so. see. I don't know what they can do. I know he's going to be shunned. I mean, oh yeah. In, in a few years, he'll come back. He'll be on like a weird reality show. Oh yeah. That's because that's going to happen. Mm. He'll probably keep putting out music. I think he's a singer. I'm not sure. I don't know these people. Man, I should have never heard about this motherfucker, and he had to go do this. <laughs> Why do I know this motherfucker's name? <laughs> now I got to try to figure out how to pronounce it. This is a whole bunch of bullshit. That's my umbrage for the week. <laughs> Not that he. Also, people are mad that he lied about it. They're more mad they lied about it than they would be about the actual thing. Like if he was actually attacked, even the leftists, mm-hmm. they're more mad about that than because they gave him something to. Uh, Something to uh, signal about was, and now they've given now they've given the left's enemies ammunition. Oh shit! Hannity yeah. Han- Han- and fucking Tucker Carlson have been all over it. Uh, yeah. They wanted to show that America's done as as great as it is. It's like it's great for you fuckers, you're rich white guys. But, it's great for a lot of people. Well, uh, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it's I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah, I'm smelling what you're stepping. I mean, that fucking Hannity, buddy, he ought to be just fucking ashamed of himself. Put that hair though. Yeah, it I is. I actually think salt that, and pepper quaff. <laughs> I know that you're not saying this, but I, this is a joke. I actually think that all white men should be going to MMA gyms and being practice dummies for people who are training martial arts. But the white men aren't allowed to train and get better. But they constantly have to be fighting trained martial artists. They just artists. learned how to take a beat. Sounds fair. Like, like I think that's fine. When, when, when you really need to spar hard and really really make contact. All the white men should have to do You're that. Preparing for GSP. Yeah, but they're not allowed to actually train. They're just allowed to get beat up. Yeah, and that, that and should the, no that should, back. that should be happening like just in a lottery, just like every you know, just <laughs> like a draft system. However much they, however many guys need to work, we just bring them in, and um, and that can be you know that that's just like social justice, right? Like, well, that's the ultimate. So that's what they want. That's the end. They'd the end. They skip. Uh, I think if a plan. guy, if I yeah. was making the play, I mean, yeah. If, if you get the shit beat out of you, say three or four times out of the year, and you're a white male, that'll be some That's some part of the repayment for the crime of your existence, your gender and race. I like it. What about what do we do with white women though? Do they have to mop up after the beatings? <laughs> sure. <I don't. laughs> they just have to watch if it's their man that's getting beat up. Oh, but they'd probably get off on that. Well, that's good because they're women, <laughs> and I believe them. <laughs> Any umbrage this week, taters? You got anything you're angry about? No. Anything scooping at your nuts? No, not really. Are you mad that Bernie's running for president? No. Um, I, it's always entertaining. I mean, it's weird, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's. I mean, I, I guess I like him for the same reason some people like Trump. It's. He's going to get up there and he's going to say some. He's he's still able to, to deliver a poignant cutting he, line every he's now. He's a height. So. He's a good height man. Yeah, he is millionaires, billionaires, and he's and he's definitely you know I like Bernie, but I think personally I like him too. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, he I've really kind of swooped. I, I, I'd, li- I'd like to have lunch with him or drink with him. Have a nice brisket, a nice <laughs> soup. <laughs> Uh, you know he's a white, soup guy. White fish, white fish, <laughs> cream cheese and cream cheese and capers. Lux. Yeah, lox capers. <laughs> what do you want to do with that cavilta fish? <laughs> I, um, um, I I've I swung really hard from being a Bernie guy into to just not being an anybody guy. I just hope everybody dies. <laughs> just just bring on the missile. As I've said before, you need to write greeting cards. <laughs> 
Ducks, <laughs> Dutch's well wishes. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Get bent, <laughs> fag face. <laughs> That's, that's what you give your gay brother for <laughs> for his birthday. Yeah. If you have the hey, one thing I want to talk about. I work with a lot of young guys, and um, they don't know how to bust balls yet. They're like in their early twenties, mm. and they're they're working around a bunch of older dudes that bust balls. And these guys don't know how to bust balls. They they come with the the absolute heater right off the bat. Like, <laughs> yeah, they go. They get to a twelve. Oh yeah, like these guys are busting balls. People are like kind of five or six, oh, and they immediately go I to bet, the twelve. I bet when you go home, you uh, you um, put peanut butter on your, between your legs and let your dog lick it off. Uh-huh. Well, you're a fucking faggot, and I hope your mother dies of age. You fucking queer. I'm like Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. that's a little. That's a little much. <laughs> you guys are little. You, you guys are really kicking it up right away. <laughs> this is not emerald. I know. Bam. I, I just thought it was weird how the older guys. I mean, I guess we were all there at one point mm. with the ball busting thing. Yeah, you don't. It, it, it's definitely it's a, a it's a learned thing. Yes, it, it's an art. <laughs> Maybe they didn't have friends. I don't. I don't know if kids do anything nowadays. Like younger younger people, I don't know if they have friends because uh, all I hear them talk about are video games and land parties, and that's a late nineties thing. Land parties. Oh, okay. <laughs> Local area network. Okay, <laughs> but they. So I think I think what they do when they're busting balls is they uh, talk shit to people like they do when they're on their little headsets playing Call of Duty or something. I'm surprised I haven't heard nigger out of these motherfuckers. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that's a thing. It seems to be. I know they say it online. Well, that's the thing. Okay, this group. Okay, that's a, that's umbrage. I'm, I'm glad you said this. There is a fucking group of gamers who are. Against The Last of Us Two, yeah, and making it and raising a stink about it because Ellie's gay, and then they had two characters from Uncharted kissing, so that's making it political. How the fuck is that making anything political? You know, know. because they're homosexuals and and they think they should, you know, depict, uh, you know, uh, uh, an act of love every now and then, you know, and it's it's usually it's, it's guys, fucking fragile masculinity, you know, pieces of shit. I feel and, like I'm being personally attacked. <laughs> you don't play a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> Fragile masculinity, maybe. No. Um, you know what I mean. It's just, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is. Eh. Well, you got to realize it's a, probably an extremely small group. But vocal. Well, yeah. They're the same ones going after Captain Marvel. It's same group. Same, so ridiculous. I know. Can't the hot lady be a badass? You know? They're saying because she's because Brie Larson said something about white men or something. Probably something off the cuff that wasn't meant to be. I'm not. Who gives a fuck? I just want to look at her. I, I just want to watch the fucking. Movie. I want her to like me. That's. <laughs> I didn't know she was in a uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. She played a uh, whatever the broad's name was. Was she the girlfriend in that? No, that was not not Fiona. Yes, yeah, Ramona was, Flowers. I mean, yeah, it was uh, the ex girlfriend that broke his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking movie's awesome. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Brandon Routh is a vegan, and he gives him superhuman power. <laughs> Have you seen that movie, John? You oh, Jesus. Like you Michael like Sarah it. plays this. He's in a band called Sex bob because that's like from the from the old Nintendo game, Mario game. And um, he starts seeing this girl, Knives Chow, who's a... She's a... She's a, in high school. He's like... He's 20, and she's like 17 or some shit. So, and then he falls in love with this other girl, 
Ramona Flowers, and then she has seven evil exes, <laughs> yeah. and she and and she insists on saying exes instead of ex boyfriends because at one point one of them's a lesbian, so he has to fight her too. <laughs> it's really good. It's like a ninja movie, and Mayor also Win- is Mayor Winningham in that one? She plays the yeah. Is it on Netflix or I'm yeah, not it sure? Is. It is. It is. Okay. It's on something. We'll fucking find it for you somewhere. It's a tremendous movie. It's absolutely ridiculous. Stephen Patel, <laughs> he did that fucking. Yeah, send me a link or something. That dance. Send me a- he had those uh, demon hipster chicks, and they were fucking dancing with him. And, oh, fuck. God, that movie's 10 years old now. And then uh, the best one ever, though, was Chris fucking Evans. And that's before I was a Chris Evans fan, and I didn't want to like him. And I saw, and I, I, well, that's one of the reasons I didn't see the movie. It's not because I disliked him that much. It's just because it was one of those things. Uh, he's in it, and there was a couple other things I didn't, qu- I didn't quite look at. But now so you're a big Chris Evans mark. Yeah, he's great. He's a great. He's a great Captain America. He he's he's what's that? He has played that role so well that I cannot imagine. And this is what every actor should think about. I cannot imagine anybody else playing that role. It would have been fun to see John Krasinski. Yeah, it would have been different. I, but you know what we talked about? I don't even. I don't think it would have been more comedic. I think it would have been a little bit more dark well, with John Krasinski. If you've seen some of the stuff he's done, yes, that's what I'm saying. Then. Yes, I, I think he would have been in that mindset that I'm a superhero. I've dealt with you know serious shit, and you know what I mean. He could still turn on the gym when he wanted to, you know. Yeah. But but Chris Evans just he he is. Basically, what Steve Rogers should be—he's—he's, he's, you know, devastatingly handsome, you know, all-American guy. Dick that just won't quit. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'm sure that fucking serum just didn't make the rest of his body. Have you seen Snowpiercer? I haven't, dude. I heard it was good. It is he's in that, isn't he? Yes, he's okay. the lead in that. It's a big apocalyptic thing. Speaking of that, uh, I watched the, the Road again. The other oh, day. holy fucking shit! You would like that one? Yeah, I've watched. Okay. It. <laughs> Did you read the book too? I didn't read the book, but I know some things about the book. Cormac McCarthy is just a. I know the book is like way worse than the film. Uh, it's a matter. Well, uh, as in the stuff that happens in it. Yes, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, but there were some terrible things in that movie. Like the whole Charlize Theron was great in it. And she's in it so briefly. Um, she's a difference maker, man. She's good in everything. Well, she she every even a small role she brings her all to it. You can tell. Like, okay, I'm not gonna try to ruin the movie, but he's seen it. I've seen it. Oh, okay. Many well, times. You know, you know the scene where she finally decides she just want to die. She just wants to die. She's just gonna walk outside, and he's like begging her, "You can't go. You need a flashlight." She's saying, "I don't need to see." When you know, when we don't need light. That's kind of like a. You know what that is? Um, I, and I'm, I'm, this is not. They're not related at all because they just can't be. But there is a. Um, Thelma and Louise. <laughs> no, there's there's a point in. Um, Benny and June. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. Um, there, there's a there's a part of. It's either in the north or among the wildlings in Game of Thrones where. If the winter gets too bad and there's too many mouths to feed, a elderly gentleman who's also obviously going to be eating most of the food will say, "I think I'm going to go out hunting this evening, this season, uh, this evening during during the long winter," and he ain't coming back. Everybody knows it. He sacrifices himself to save his family, hmm. and that's a and that's basically what she did. She. She did it partly because she just wouldn't live anymore, but she did it partly because they just didn't have enough resources, you know. So, 
that scene where they find a Coke and the kid tastes the Coke for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That is heartbreaking. It's just so weird like it, to it, think about that. It reminds me of a uh, drawing of the three, which is the second Dark Tower book. And Roland is going back and forth between worlds to help Eddie. This is the heroin addict. And um, he's hungry. And he's thirsty. And he and he's hurt. So he needs something to help him repair himself. So Eddie, he tells Eddie, you know, I need a popkin, which was a sandwich or something. And I need something to drink. So Eddie says, I'll do it. You know, just got to come forward and grab it from me. And he did. And he got him like a couple of tuna fish sandwiches and a giant Pepsi. And Rowan eats the sandwich. He says, that's delicious. He calls it Tudor fish, though, because he doesn't understand. And then he starts drinking the Pepsi and the description of it. He said the, the sweet hit his mouth like a bomb. You know, and he's sitting there. Oh, my God. That's, you know, just like <laughs> licking the fucking thing because it's so good. And he said they had sugar in their world. They had honey. They had things like that. Even a little bit. of, But not the amount of high fructose and cane sugar we have. You know, that just wasn't a thing in Gilead. So. You know, it's just the whole paragraph is describing how it, how he, how he reacts to it, and that's one of the reasons I love Stephen King is the absolute the description of how these characters that, that is the essence of writing. You take a character and you make them react to something, or as I've said before, you just wait for them to react to something and you describe how, how how they would go about it. I mean, it's one of my favorite. Why some of my favorite things are taking cultures that would never have met. And seeing how they're going to react against each other. You know, Native Americans and the Japanese never met in, in my, probably in any way. At least maybe some along the Pacific coast did. Um, the Japanese are a fairly seafaring people sometimes. So, but not a samurai. You know, they're, they're more concerned with the island itself and controlling power. So, you know, you wouldn't have samurai shit. Basically, yes. You wouldn't have a, a samurai reacting with a Native American on even the California coast. So, how would a samurai react against a, say, a Sioux warrior or, you know, an Iroquois or something like that? That would have been a very interesting reaction to warrior peoples, yes, but the Native Americans weren't so much a warrior people as they were a pastoral people. I mean, they were warriors. They were good fighters. But the samurai, their whole life, their whole livelihood and life was about war. I mean, that's, that's all they did. So... You know, you have this hardened warrior meeting a, another warrior race. Would they like each other? How would they communicate? You know, what things would they admire about each other's cultures? That's one of the reasons I write the kind of fantasy I do, because I would like to see, I, I basically just rip these cultures up and throw them down on a map and see, all right, let's see what's going to happen. What are they going to, how are they going to react to each other? And it's usually... And that writes the story for itself. Basically, kind of. it does. A lot of the time. If you have an imagination mm-hmm. and... Because you, you, you take the character and he's going to have all the culture and foibles and stuff that comes with that culture. Like I introduced uh, uh, at one point a Japanese runaway Ronin basically to Celt-type characters. Of course, they're larger and stronger, but he gets in a fight with one of them and beats the shit out of him because he's just skilled. You know, he knows what he's doing. So they're just like, well, can you teach us that? You know, because they see the value in it. They're like, he's like, he's not very big, but he beat the hell out of the biggest guy. You know what I mean? Because he just knew what he was doing. So, you know, then at one point he's on the ship and he's teaching them how to fight with their hands and feet and teaching them sword craft and all this stuff. Really great part of the book is very nice pastoral part where they're just kind of getting to know each other and forming friendships. You know, it was some of the best writing I did was just the quiet reactions between these two characters, the 
the runaway samurai and this young Celt captain of the ship. How, so, long, how, how much of this do you have done? 80 pages. Hmm. That sounds like a short story. Sounds like it's a, a, it's a fairly... Have you put a button on any part of it yet? We buttoned it up? Ended all storylines or the loose ends? Oh no! This is no. This is a, no, sec- this is a section the, of an this epic is the beginning. <laughs> it's uh, like, it's one little like, section of yeah. an epic thing. Yeah, John knows exactly how I write. I can't write anything small. I can't. This was. I, I could. It was going to be a short story about a guy whose wife died of cancer. He promised her he was going to take her body back to her people. He didn't. He becomes a drunk. Okay, I've read. I think I've read some. Yeah, of this. and and yeah. then he breaks into, you know, the Lord's castle to get his wife's ashes so he could take her. And then he almost gets caught, and then he runs away, and, you know, they're trying to find him, and, you know, (laughs) created some characters I really loved. Like, one of them was this giant, almost sumo-type guy, but he's not fat. He's not fat like that. He's just really huge. Like a a Yokozuna type. Basically, yes. And he was, uh, he was very kind. Like, he was a very kind, or he's a wrestler. Like a Hodor. Yes, but not simple. Like he was, he was not. Uh, he wasn't smart, but he wasn't stupid. You know what I mean? So, oh, like a Hagrid, <laughs> kind of. Yes. Like, and, and how did I pull that reference? I'm not. Even I don't know. Kind of like a John Goodman. No, not not <laughs> that loud. Like much quieter. But he, him, and this other guy who the main character hates. See, the big guy and him are friends. And but the other guy he's with is assigned to watch the place that hates him. So when he catches him, the 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 bad guy has a gun on him. He's just like you know, walk outside. And here's we're going to take you to the Lord. And he's going to kill you like a common thief, as opposed to executing him with honor, which is what he was going to do. So the big guy like looks out in the trees, just like he's like, come here. Do you see this? He's like, and the guy's like, what? And he just pow turns out and fucking knocks his ass out. And then he grabs his wife's asses from him. He says, get out of here. You know what I mean? He's like, run. Because, you know, the guards will be here soon. Oh, I think but, I remember you talking about yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. a very, it was a good part because my, my favorite thing I did is that the big guy sat down on the steps and took out his pipe and lit it because he knows he's just taking a puff because he knows he's getting ready to either be executed or... But he's not. He's actually asked to resign. They take his sword from him and snap it over his knee and said, "You're now a common farmer." Hmm. And that was the end of the book. The end of the story was, is that after all this shit happens, the guy comes home, and he's expecting to die. And the but the Lord has been killed in the interim by some awful creature, and his son takes over. And his son is a bookish, not warrior type. He looks at him and he says, you know, my father would have you killed. He's like, yeah, I'm ready. He's just like, well, my father's not here. He's like, I'm not my father. And he said, here's what I'm going to do. I said, there's a farmer out there that's on a collective. You go work on that farm and you're no longer a warrior. Like that's, that's all that, that's the best that I can do for you. And then he, and then he does and he walks up to this wagon and this guy's lifted up the side of the wagon fixing it. It's that, it's that giant dude that saved him. And they kind of hug him and that's the end. So, that's a good story. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's probably you probably have a lot of shit like that. You could you could taper some ends on it and sure. Yeah, I, I I would try to. I haven't written in so long. Do with just with a job and everything, but that was definitely one of my favorite characters and favorite things I was doing. So, well, I want to hear more about it. 
piece of garbage. <laughs> I have it on a flash drive. You can put it on the put it on the computer here and the read reason, it. The reason I get sexual about it. <laughs> what do you mean by flash? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Savior of the universe. Isn't that uh, Queen? Didn't they do that song? I think they did. Let's see. Anyway, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? I'm tired. I need to take a shower. Yeah, that's flash. Anyway, thanks for listening. This is the end of the show. John, you got anything else to say? No. All right. Well, thanks for listening, all you big, dumb idiots. Tell everybody that you know to listen to this, because this is the world's greatest podcast. And I am the world's greatest superhero. And this is Queen. Any parting words? Um, no. (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.